Hey guys, it's Fred. Uh, just real quick before we get started, I wanted to give a big thanks to a very generous anonymous donor who, yes, he wishes to remain anonymous, as well as Warham and let's see here, Old Oakram and Austin and Chase. And I think that's it. Yes, I think that's it. But all of your donations were great. They were helpful. They were, uh, yes, uh, they were um, quintessential. Appreciated. Oh, wait, yes. Yes, okay, sorry, just making sure. And they also helped us get over the line. So the point of this whole thing is we got there. Uh, we have another year of hosting, so much appreciated. And uh, for everybody else out there, yay, the feed stays the same. So thank you from all the bottom right. of our hearts. Thank you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist Episode 4. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? It's going. Yeah? It's going. Yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I just, just when you started the show, you're like, let's do this. And you started, I took a swig of this beer, and I, I was like, I almost like hiccuped on my uh, keyboard here. Yeah. <laughs> What I was you, digging through my um I'm digging I'm digging through my my um what do you call them? Uh my guest beer or my uh -huh. um what do they call when people leave the beer? The loose beers, the loose beer in my fridge from yeah. trying to think the stowaways, from, the orphans. It must be from New Year's. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, no, it was. <laughs> That's too long ago. I had some for New Year's, but these people that came for New Year's, they had to leave early because there was a problem at home. So then we had mm -hmm. a little party like a few weeks later and they came and he brought too much beer and left a bunch in my fridge. And so I have a um, 12 pack of Miller Lite. And that's what I'm drinking. And it's I don't I don't like it. <laughs> All right. You slightly cut out for a second there. You said you have a 12. Uh, you said you're drinking Miller Lite, just like legit Miller Lite. Just Miller Lite, just straight up Miller Lite. See, I'm from Chicago. That is the beer of choice before oh, I grew into my 30s and quality became more important than it, quantity. It says right on it, a fine Pilsner. I don't believe them. I think that's false. <laughs> I, think, I think your definition of Pilsner, Pilsner is more in line with like the real definition of Pilsner, and that's your problem. I, I, I never really just sat and drank a straight Miller. Oh, you know, not that I'm a beer snob, but I guess lately I am because I don't sit around drinking Miller. Get you some high life, man. Quality. It's just quality right at the top. I mean, when I went to the Great Wolf, uh, my wife grabbed some Miller Lite. I had some. Mm -hmm. I had some Mountain Dew, as we had talked about. But yeah, yeah, Miller Lite. You know, when I went to Florida in my twenties, uh, and I was at the hotel. <laughs> Cool bar uh -huh. down in Orlando, my girlfriend. And back then, I, I used to drink 
Miller something. What else? I'm is guessing Miller's High Life like? is what you drink. Might have been High Life because uh, champagne of beers. Champagne of beer. Yeah. And uh, the guy kept going, "What?" <laughs> and I kept ordering it, and he kept going, "What? What?" Because I'm saying uh, Miller, and he yeah. just yeah you know, instead of Miller. You know, like a normal yeah, but American, you know what? In Miller, the 70s, they Miller. had the it's Miller time, and the guy yeah. had the Boston accent. Like, that was the yeah. whole shtick. Well, he didn't, this guy didn't hear it. Well, it fuck whole, that guy. Miller. What kind of Miller? Miller. <laughs> He's in Orlando. He's a tourist. By the way, Trees, speaking yeah. of tourism, do you guys hear that everyone's running from your city like the plague? Boston. One person had a cough. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> Boston's, Boston's clearing out, man. Uh, let's see. Good. Square Enix canceled, Hideo Kojima canceled, Sony canceled. Sony. Everyone's pulling out of PAX East. Good. Get the people out of here, too. <laughs> Everybody, clear it out. It needs a clear out. <laughs> coronavirus is just what we needed. <laughs> I'll say it. This country needs a coronavirus. Look, to There's me- a lot of dead weight. There's a lot of dead weight. Clear it out here. There's a lot of scares about coronavirus. There's going to be outbreaks. For the right. record, outbreaks are air, large populated areas where suddenly you mm-hmm. have a, a jump in it. Mm-hmm. But while scary and while having real consequen- consequences, Jesus, um, there are like 12 strains of it and only one is the really scary one. And we are going to, like Zika, like... Mm-hmm. Um, Ebola, like various other diseases, they are going to have to run their course. The idea is to have them trickle down so that medical resources can keep up with it. And so uh, I'm not saying it can't become a problem. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that before you start Dustin Hoffman and outbreaking mm-hmm. just yet. Be down let's, a notch. Let's, yeah, let's, let's let it become an issue before it becomes an issue. Um, be cautious. But be realistic. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy, who, not a buddy, but a guy I know at work. He's wearing a mask the other day. And you know what? Maybe he, maybe, you know, if it does protect him, cool. Yeah, well, if not, it makes him feel better. Listen, so sure. Listen, God this, bless is East, this is East Coast, Fred. You, you can't just walk into work with a mask on. <laughs> You're going to get taken apart. You're going to get dismantled because that's how we do it. You also we work at, at the post office, which I feel like attack. adds another degree of it. You know, when I used to do the podcast with, with Dana and Rob, they used to always ask me, like, they'd be shocked when I would attack. I would just for no reason start ripping, making fun of them, mm-hmm. making fun of me. And they were so, they were like, and I was like, listen, East Coast, and this is just not Boston, New York, it's <laughs> East Coast is is... You you get them. You attack before they get you. So if a kid comes to school with a weird shirt, you just dismantle them. <laughs> That's how it works. See, for you know? me, it's Midwest, and I know I'm more Midwest now in Kansas than I did in my upbringing in Chicago. But in both areas, our thing was just busting balls. You just if you, yeah. you bust balls because yeah. you love. Yeah, maybe yeah. we were a bit more violent about it, but. <laughs> I mean, you know, it toughened you up too because you just learned. You learned if if you had something you were gonna wear yeah. that you liked, yeah. Then you prepared before school. <laughs> you had some in the in the can. You had some in the chamber because you knew, you know, your shirt had a little, you know, logo, a little bit of pink in it. You uh-huh. knew you were getting it, oh, so yeah. you had to be prepared. And so you you already attacked that kid's horrible haircut 
before you attacked your shirt. <laughs> like, and you just learn. You learn to defend yourself. Like so, trees, uh, trees, I went to a poker night the other night, and I have mm-hmm. the uh, Kelly Kapowski t-shirt. I might have talked about it before, but you know how Zach Morris always opened his closet in the, in the early seasons of Saved by the Bell, and he always had the Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Kelly Kapowski poster? Yeah. Well, my wife, for a gift one time, got me that poster, but on a t-shirt. Nice. So I wore it to a poker night, and I, I was ju- Everybody's got to be like roughly your age, but maybe even a little older. Because they were all just aged out enough of Saved by the Bell that they did not find the value, quality, or humor in my t-shirt mm-hmm. that I did. Oh. And so I had to get mean. <laughs> yeah. I had to fight gotta, back. and You it, fight back. It's a white shirt with a lot of pink, very 80s, and it's got a girl with a midriff, a hot girl. Yeah. I don't know why I had to defend myself on this one, but I, boy, did I have to. Yeah, the the only time I lost hardcore, I uh-huh. learned a lesson, valuable lesson was in high school. And uh in the eighties, right? So this was late eight, I didn't graduate till I was ninety in ninety one I graduated. So this was probably like eighty nine, ninety. And uh on the east coast, I don't know if this is nationwide, but in the malls there was a store called Chess King. Okay. Are you familiar with that name? I'm not, yeah, no. So it had all the the super hip like club clothes is shit like we called shit it hot things. topic but i don't know but it wasn't out. even hot yeah that top. was eight that was late 80s you're describing this hot yeah, topic yes. wouldn't hit till late 90s and it was more goth you know the shit like eddie murphy would wear in concert or prince would oh, wear yeah, yeah. this was okay. that kind of shit oh, okay. all right yeah yeah it, yes so uh i seen a uh, a jacket with like fake black leather sleeves black and it said Blue something. I can't remember what it said. Like blue brand. I can't remember what it was. And it had a big eight ball on the back, like a big <laughs> patch eight nice. ball. Mm-hmm. And it had like a banner with red that had the name. And I put that shit on layaway as a high school <laughs> student. Yeah. And I paid it off. And uh, I wore that shit to school. And that was not something I normally would wear. That's not my style. And I, I wasn't prepared for the onslaught. <laughs> and uh like your plague's tale, you know, when the rats would uh-huh, <laughs> over uh-huh. overtake the people. It's over the head. That was it's me. Head. That was me with with insults in the. I just couldn't. I couldn't recover from it. <laughs> Stayed with me to this day. Couldn't recover from wearing that coat. But you know, you a learn, buddy of mine and I, lesson. we went to the uh, we went to the high school graduation party. They did like a lock in. Mm-hmm. Because we're like fucking five, I guess. But they did a lock in for our high school graduation party. And Mm -hmm. this was in Chicago. People don't quite understand this, but the liquor laws are really strong in Chicago. So like in Kansas, everyone was like, oh, we'd all be hammered. I was like, no, they knew how to prevent that. And the penalty for being an underage kid getting caught with booze was just hardcore. We didn't drink growing up in my my suburb. Like we just didn't. Mm -hmm. There were guys who figured it out, but most of the time we didn't. We did drugs though. (laughs) But anyway, my point is completely Mm -hmm. sober. We went to this lock-in. And most people there were sober, too. There were a couple of the stoners, right? The, the Rastafarian stoners were always... They're not actual Rastafarian, but they thought they were. They had the dreadlocks and everything. Um, but uh, we, me and my buddy Brian Bal... I probably shouldn't say his full name. Anyway, my buddy Brian... Um, uh, we went to um, the the thing and we didn't even talk to each other. And I wore a tank top and leather pants and he wore a rubber t-shirt and like oh, boy. chain wallet, like black jeans. And we both Yikes. showed up and I had like weird, 
uh, contacts in my eyes that made me look like I was a <laughs> fucking vampire or something. Like, we just wore fucked up shit. You can tell we were both at home trying to figure out what to do, and we were like, I don't want to go to this fucking lock-in, but it's going to be the social event of the season, so I have to go, right? Like, everyone's going to be there. My graduating class was like 1,200 kids. Like, of course I was going to go. Um and I was single at the time. Not that mm-hmm. I thought anything I was wearing was going to get me a date, but d- it was the last day of high school. You know, you had to go out. And um, once they figured out that we hadn't been drinking and they didn't find any drugs on us, they let us into the, the lock-in. Nice. And I thought we were going to get just torn into. And it just goes to show, I wouldn't say the maturity of my high school. I don't think that qualifies. It just goes to show, I guess, the different mentalities you go into the real world with. I don't know. I think some people made fun of us, but for the most part, people were like, that's badass that you like decided to wear that. And I was like, huh. So being weird's like, okay. And I carried yeah. that into college and it worked out. Well, well, to take this back to the guy with the, the yeah. coronavirus mask at work, yeah. uh, I believe the first thing I said to him was... uh what are you coming right from dental school, you piece of shit? Like, you just, <laughs> would you forget to take your mask off working on the fucking, on the old people? Just, yeah, we just, we just decimated the poor guy. And he's like, oh, you know, he's like, you know, like 2,600 people have died so far. I go, yeah, and 5,000 people die from the regular flu every year. Fuck off. Get out of here. Get your mask. Yeah, I mean, like I said, be realistic, but like also know that things are things. Now, whether or not companies want to pull out of packs and stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. I, I, Trees, right? Am I correct to say that's reserved for podcasts that like have an opinion? (laughs) Like, like neither one of us are going to packs. We weren't planning to go to packs. If you were planning to go to packs, or some of you out there who are listening probably are going to packs. I don't think that will hinder your um, your fun, although it is unfortunate that like Square's got a lot of good games coming out, including Final Fantasy. It'd be cool to see Kojima if you've never seen him. Um, mm. Sony was going to bring the PlayStation 5 potentially. No, actually, I don't think they were, but they were going to bring The Last of Us 2, and they were going to bring Final Fantasy. They were going to bring all their games. And so that sucks for those people who are going that like expected that. But at the same yeah. time... Trees, I don't know if you've ever been, but PAX is about just being a gamer and celebrating other gamers. While there are big companies there and it's cool to see new games, a lot of it's just the cool social stuff. And I think that'll still be alive and well. So, mm-hmm. But I just don't think you and I have an opinion on these companies pulling out. Like it's, it, you know, kind of like, do we have an opinion on whether or not McDonald's stops the McRib this week? I, I don't think we have a say in it. So like uh, barring the fact that like, I'm like, okay, well now I know. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't affect me at all. Like, no. uh, and it, and even if I was going to PAX, it wouldn't affect me. It's like I can't stop Sony from going. What do I care? Right, right. So yeah, but so you know, so so basically, uh, Miller Lite sucks. I'm trying to, <laughs> nice. I'm trying to remember where it all spooled from. That's where right. it came from. Miller Lite sucks. <laughs> I don't think we've got introduced the show yet, but I did, yeah. I did, I do it at the beginning good. so that we never have all to right. worry about it. So very good. Other than, other than Miller Lite and making fun of your um, your uh, concerned my concerned coworkers <laughs> yes. from dying. Anything yeah. else going on in your life you want to well, talk about? Well, you know, I, I went to New Hammy. Ah, yes, know? yes. So for the people that are maybe new to this feed but didn't listen to Gaming History X, uh, my family, uh, my wife's family, we have a cabin on the lake up in New Hampshire, and uh, I discovered an old. Original PS2 up in the loft, so I sort of spruced it up and I uh, brought a brought my gaming collection up there. 
So when I'm on vacation, mm-hmm. I sit and I do some uh, some retro gaming, which I did a lot of, Fred. Yeah, you texted me. We we uh, figured something out, but uh, we did. So I must have had something wrong. We'll talk about that during during the games. Uh-huh. But I had fun up there. I bought a a Funko Pop, which I never buy Funko Pops. Ninja, so right? Funko I Pop saw guy. that motherfucker is getting a Funko Pop. Is he? We don't want. I don't That's want that so one. That's so appropriate, but yeah, I don't um, want one either. <laughs> maybe Doctor Disrespect. There we get that one. <laughs> Actually, he has personality. Just because of he his would look. make a, he would make a good bobblehead. He's almost yeah, a human right. bobblehead now. So he'd make I'm a good one. You. Now I now yeah. I want one. <laughs> yeah, but Ninja, what's so special with that cat? Nothing. Nothing. You, um, people are making the obvious joke because he won't play with girls because his wife won't let him. Because you know, mm-hmm. the quick the quickest way to say I'm faithful and committed to you is as long as I'm completely separated from women to the point that I'm not even allowed to play digitally with them online. But I don't blame way, that. I don't blame that guy at all. No, no, his wife is the one who said it, but uh, who said he can't right. play with girls. But either way, smart. and she's smart. All right, <laughs> listen to me. That that's a smart wife. <laughs> you know, I don't know who anybody's trying to fool you. Yeah, you can't let that guy loose money he's making and how popular it is. You can't just let him on. I see what there's, you're saying. There's predators out there. There's women <laughs> predators too, by the way. All this me too shit. Are. Guess what? There's women predators too. And uh, they come for shit too, so you can't let him out there. She's smart. Keep keep her man on a on a short leash. You know, until right? you said I, that. Yeah, speaking I, of doctor disrespect, look what uh-huh. happened to him. Yeah, he had to uh-huh. get railed in. He almost lost all his shit because he because uh, you know it happens. Voodoo punani. Yeah, it, it sometimes it happens. Yeah, keep keep your man. I've that's, never had money why. or popularity, so I wouldn't know anything about that. But I my hear wife it knows. Happens. About, listen, my wife knows about my single days. That's why I stay in the house. She don't let me out. I can't be <laughs> be out having fun with friends. It ain't safe. <laughs> Stay here in my basement. Nothing happened to me down here. That's why you she heard it that. up. Yeah, I got you. Uh, but I did. I bought a Funko Pop, Fred. I, I was at a Walmart. Because <laughs> what happens is when we get there to the, to the cabin, we go in the North Conway, which is, you know, they have everything in North Conway. It's kind of like a college town because it's a oh, ski okay. town, you know? Mm-hmm. So they have everything. They have, like, regular shit. They have movie theaters and strip malls and outlets and Everything, Home Depots and Lowe's and blah blah blah, and they have a giant Walmart. And so we do. go there and we do like the food shopping for the week. Well, yeah, we stock yeah, up in the fact, cabin. You know what I mean? When we do it in the Ozarks out here, the Lake of the Ozarks, same thing. Yeah, you stock up at the yeah. Walmart. I don't know yeah. what else you'd do. Yeah, no. And uh, so I just happened to be strolling, and I was going. I always go through the video game section, of course, and uh, just kind of looking around at crap. And there it was. There was a Funko Pop right on the end cap. It was uh, the second sister. I from, remember uh, you sending me that picture. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's another one. There's a Cal Kestis with the BD1. Is it BD1? BD1. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. On his like, yeah, like near his feet. And that one was kind of cool. But uh, so I, I second bought the sister. Second sister's the bomb though. She has a helmet. I wish they had two versions because I'd kind of like right. the version without the helmet too. Uh-huh. But so. Well, but that would be a spoiler st- for the game. They can't do uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I guess I'm you're right. Kidding. Even though you see her in every screenshot of the fucking game. Uh, or if you just see her on Instagram constantly posting how she's Oh, that's a, a good that point. Yeah. And she should be proud, uh, but yeah. She is proud. And uh but yeah, so now uh down here in the, the, the podcast desk, I have my second sister bobblehead. Uh oh, so it's a bobblehead a one? one? Yeah. Or- Oh, Are they that's... all bobbleheads? I thought they're all bobbleheads. Oh no, not all of them. No. Well, this one's a bobblehead. That's fantastic. So, and uh, 
I love it. It's cool looking. My favorite little new style. I think that's one of my favorite. I think I said it in my post. I think that's one of my favorite new Star Wars characters overall. Oh, yeah. That I've in a very long time. So, you know, did that. Um, <clears throat> right before I left, Fred, mm-hmm. I sent you some more pictures. I've posted some pictures. Uh, I'm trying to get into our Discord stuff because I've been away forever. So I'm trying to slowly uh-huh. chime in with some stuff, you know, trying to, you know, be there so Re-integrate. people see me. Uh-huh. And and so I posted an old picture in there, the one I sent you before I left on vacation of my uh fully functional uh Model 1 Sega CD. Which uh, I'm jealous the, of by the way cuz I made a similar purchase to that and mine didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I remember the story. It's heartbreaking. You still have it. I do. Uh but this one was uh, I bit the bullet cuz as you know, you well maybe you don't, but I obviously follow all the Sega Genesis and Sega prices online of, and you know I think we talked about it before. The, the you said you know the Sega stuff's in a bubble right now, but I'm like, the Sega C stuff's been in a bubble for a very long time. It seems to be stuck in a bubble of prices. Yeah, and it might prices. be, it might be just because Sega and, CDs just yeah, yeah. And uh, so I seen it, and uh, I I you know. She had pictures of it working, and it came. Obviously, it came with the uh, piggyback Genesis, which I already have a couple, uh, the, and two controllers, nice controllers, and all the stuff. And I'm like, all right. And uh, I made some offers, right? So I, I talked down a little bit the offers, and in the end, I paid like two fifty total. Nice. And I don't know. It's hard to say if I got ripped off or not, because you can't tell. The prices are so crazy. Oh no! The average price of a you know, Sega CD that works three hundred, yes, around three hundred. <clears throat> Correct. Uh, you see ones for like two hundred that are like parts only, which is bananas. Yeah, you know? and that one that I bought, I think I paid one fifty for it, mm-hmm. but then I have done fifty dollars in repairs, so I guess I'm at two hundred. I guess I'm not doing too bad, but yeah. I can't find anyone to fix that drive tray, so I got to work on that. But it's been yeah. recapped, so. Yeah, you know, this thing it looks new. Like just the um appearance of it. There's no scratches on it, there's no it looks well, I don't know, know where, where the dude got it from. He didn't seem to be a collector. He just no, seemed No, sometimes act. sometimes people like you and me just dump stuff and we keep it in good condition, you know? I mean, I had I found an Sounds N64 good, like- sitting around the house um <clears throat> like 6 months ago an extra N64 and it didn't have the RAM cart and I had RGB modded my N64. So Mm -hmm. I had no need for it. And so I just put it on eBay. I went to price charting. I think they said they were selling usually around like 60 bucks. So I just put it on eBay for 50 bucks free shipping Mm -hmm. just to get it out of the house. And some guy got it and it was just a, it came with a couple games. It was a legit N64. It had a legit controller and it legitimately worked and Mm -hmm. he just got lucky, right? Like just right place, right time. Yeah, so, so yeah. you know, I, I got this thing and it sounds good and it runs good. And like I was saying, I don't see any signs that it was restored. I think it's just been well kept somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's not awesome. used a lot. Um, and happy to say that all the things I had a problem with, I can definitely say it was the CDX player, like the, gotcha. the non working Jurassic Park game. Uh, Puffle mail, sort of stuttering and going back to the the main screen. Like none of that exists on this. This thing 
oh, I put that Jurassic Park game in, Fred. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I almost rolled a tear. I almost <laughs> rolled a tear when I got past the first section because before it would lock up. It wouldn't play on this, the CDX player. So you had to test um, it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then it was like clicking on a little billboard and that little nerdy guy with the big beard and the fucking Crocodile Dundee hat pops up. The, do you remember that? Do you remember Jurassic Park? It I remember was the, it very well. The paleontologist guy, the guy with the beard, and he's a real life paleontologist, and he becomes sort of like a little popular. Like he's a hip. Yeah, guy. Jack. Ah, oh, what is his name? But yeah, he does all the intros to everything. Yeah, he's a guy who got eaten in the waterfall because he, he had a snake in, on him. in Lost World. The yeah, snake, yeah. This the snake was w- worse than the fucking uh, you know T Rex, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never made sense to me. Um, but yeah, Jack Horner. Little, yes. So you click on these little billboards and he like pops up in this little full motion video and like, you know, he's like an encyclopedia. Oh my God. I love Pro this. Pro so Nathus was. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's so good. And so, he was so charismatic. So, like, think of like a more mellow Steve Irwin. Like, he's just as excited about dinosaurs as Steve Irwin was, but he wasn't so. How do I say it? Like, uh, he was more like chill right like he right. was he, he kept his composure his professionalism but you can tell he's real into it big old yeah. nerd for for dinosaurs <laughs> yeah yeah so i was so excited it worked you know and uh the only thing is now i'm looking into i think i, I you mentioned it in the in the discord chat but i'm looking maybe into those retro hd retrovision cables mm-hmm. uh hook it up to my tv right now it's hooked up not even through components right it's hooked up through the uh, cable. Now, does that TV have component? So, yeah, it has. It's it's a it's a seven twenty p like HD TV, mm-hmm. and it has like all the hookups on the back. Okay. Um, and what I did was I hooked up my Sega CDX player, right? And because that has components, um, and if it you does? take the yellow, yeah, oh, composite, it's composite, red, yeah, white, composite. And yellow. I'm yeah. sorry. What, what did I say? Component, which is red, green, blue. No, no. So, yeah, it has a red, green, green, blue, right? So the Sega CDX does. It does. Uh, yeah, the CDX does. Yeah, has a plug know. on the side, and it goes into the yeah because it came out a lot later. It did, <laughs> you know? but yeah, so, I didn't know. Compo- anyway, continue. And so a test that I read uh, is that if you take the yellow, yep. and you plug it into your green yep. composite. And if it runs, but it's just like black and white, it has some, mm-hmm. you know, artifacts. And that means that, it's 240p compatible. Yes. So I did that today with my uh, CDX player and it did that. Nice. So, so you should be good. You should be yeah, good. Yeah, but in the, all the stuff you posted, like I already knew about because I've been like researching it for months. So mm-hmm. I already knew that those things were supposedly shipping in April if you pre-ordered oh, okay. them okay. and stuff. Yeah. So I already, yeah, I was already, I've already been at that website a lot. Uh, <laughs> They're the again, best, like, yeah, mainstream ones, which well, is Castlemania look, games. I'm fine yes. mentioning them. I, I have no connection with them, but yeah. I looked at the Hyperkin cables, but I did not like those. And that's just, um, have you seen those? Those are the ones that just, they go to HDMI. Yeah. Um, they're not as no, I wouldn't trust the. Yeah, uh, they're like thirty dollar yeah. cables, and they they have a you need like a power supply, which I don't. The want. other problem is they're they're not doing what they 
purport to be doing is what I'll say. So yeah, they did. Yeah, and the other big issue is, I guess, the Model One adapter that ships with it. Mm-hmm. The pins are too thick. Right, that can be a problem. So pe- people are cramming them into the Genesis because you can force it in like there. Force it. It is yeah. just it is just plastic, right? And it will work, but you're breaking your goddamn Genesis. And they said uh, that it's been like this since that adapter came out for like months and months and months and they still haven't like <clears throat> issued anything or like an update or like a fix. So yeah. it's like Hyperkin away is, from them. <laughs> Hyperkin is weird because they are the most hot and cold company ever. They either yeah. do like with the Retron 5 or that adapter or something, they make these shit products. And then out of the blue, believe it or not, they have an HDMI Atari 2600 that's actually a pretty good product. Right. And they've got like a TurboGrafx-16 controller that's actually really good. And their NES controllers and stuff are good. Yeah. So they've got this weird hodgepodge of like really good or really bad devices. Mm. So well, anyway. I I just read so many reports of that adapter. And then that just that you have to plug in the switcher. Like it needs its own power supply. I'm like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, I don't because want what more. it does is it's got Shit. a it's got a line doubler, but what that does is that introduces lag. Now I'm gonna come out and say we've talked about this a lot, so I don't want to belabor the point, but mm-hmm. uh people focus a lot on lag. You'd be surprised how much lag you can deal with even with old school games because our bodies have lag also. Like you and I do not have the reflexes we once did. No. <laughs> when playing games. Um but uh but yeah, and and fortunately like in your case and and pretty much mine, like I'm largely playing Sega CD games. Sega CD games didn't often need the most coordination. <laughs> Jurassic Park is a point-and-click adventure game with some really cool multimedia stuff in it. Um, <clears throat> but although there are a couple pressured moments, I think the Triceratops charge and the T-Rex attack, I mean, those those need some basic skills. But uh, yeah, You realize, um, <laughs> like, so when I played Jurassic Park on Sega CD, I want to say I had to be like 19-ish. Right when that was out nineteen uh-huh. or twenty ish, and I beat that game. All right, I was playing it the other day just to play a little bit, and let me tell you something. Uh, you know, we talk about being uh, dexterous and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, like people say, controllers nowadays with all the paddles and buttons, you gotta. But let me tell you something: the amount of shit that you have to do quickly with three buttons. Yeah. Like the menus you have to open up and oh, yeah. switch to things using three buttons on the fly. Like you said, when like shit's charging you or T Rex attack and you got to like get your trunk gun and do a, it's ridiculous. I'm just like, well, and they time you in that one. So you can oh, just yeah. straight up get just left on the island. <laughs> yeah. They don't give a fuck about that game. Yeah, they just... but, it's like real life. That game's, a, that game's a different breed of game, right? They will, there won't be something like that again. Um, all the Jurassic Park games are tough. I got a uh, Jurassic Park for Genesis. I that got that one's tough. in my collection, and that thing. Which one? The regular one or the Rampage edition? A regular edition. The okay. regular first one. And they told when you the, could be the Raptor. You just didn't think about the fact that the Raptor could get fucked up fast. Yeah. Everyone's it, out to kill you. <laughs> they hate you. They don't like you as a Raptor. <laughs> But anyway, so, you know, New Hamius and, and got my bobblehead. I got my Sega CD player. Very happy. Now I'm home, back at work. Uh, fun's over. 
Uh, that's it, man. That was pretty much I ate at Pizza Hut. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's classic. That don't sound that don't sound like much, but there's no pizza that's around where I live anymore, <laughs> except if it's part of like a Target or some shit. Oh, but it, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's yeah. like the ones that are made and they slide them down the chute. You can oh, buy yeah, no, one. no, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We have that in our targets, but nobody's buying it because there's there's a ton of Pizza Huts around us. Oh, we don't have any. So I got like the, six within ten minutes driving. Oh Jesus Christ! I I miss <laughs> it. We don't have any in New New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a sit down one where you wait to be seated and mm-hmm. you get a waiter. Yep, we've got one like that, and they kind of make it like all about the salad bar. There's a salad bar in the middle, which probably isn't safe. (laughs) No, you don't eat that. You want that coronavirus quick? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, I hope people understand what I'm saying, but the people who are in the dining room of Pizza Hut, that may or may not include my family, Mm -hmm. we're not there for the salad, guys. No. (laughs) Like, no, we don't need the salad bar. Just make sure that pizza comes out in the 12 minutes it takes to run through the oven. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a, when I brought my son for lunch, you know, my, my wife won't touch that place. Her, her body is Her stomach isn't built for it. Uh, Listen, man, pizza will destroy you if you, if your oh, stomach My stomach's not built for it either. I'm mostly like raw protein and vegetables. But you know what? I take the gut punch. The bubble guts, it's worth yeah. it for pizza. I do too. <laughs> I was in the bathroom the other day. And because I I had leftovers I brought home from New Hampshire, and I, mm-hmm. you know, so I ate it for like three days straight. Pizza round two, yeah. My wife and I talk about that. We get like, yeah, you you eat some like spicy Thai food that well, messes you up, and for some crazy reason, you're eating it the next day well, too. The, the problem with pizza is your your, your mm-hmm. eyes are bigger than your stomach could ever be for that place. So like, my son, he just got a little bowl of spaghetti because he didn't want any any of it. Yeah, you know, he knew. He got a vibe when he walked in that place, three and a half years old. He's like, I'll take the pasta. I was like, yes, my boy. And I said, you know what? Give me an order of breadsticks and give me a medium pizza. Not thinking I should have just got a little personal pain pizza. Oh, right, because it's for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm the only one eating. Oh, my God. The amount of food that got brought out was ridiculous. And I'm just like, I ate all the breadsticks myself. Yeah. And then I ate half that pizza. In one sitting. I'm impressed because the breadsticks is what does you in. Oh yeah, that's the that's the night ending move right there, Trace. So, so, so I brought half the pizza home back to the cabin, put it in the fridge. I brought it home the next day because we're leaving the next day, and I ate half of it when I got home, like leftovers. And then the next day, I ate half of it. And go. then, like yesterday, I was day before I was in the bathroom, and she's like, "You all right in there?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." I so said, "I think is that pizza." <laughs> She's like, oh, your Pizza Hut, huh? I go, still <laughs> worth it. That's why I yelled out, still yeah. worth it. Still worth I'll it. Take it. I don't get it. <laughs> Twice a year, maybe when I go up there, I get it. Um, but yeah, it was a good good time, man. Good time. Now I'm back. Back to the grind, my friend. Nice. Well, um, for me, I'm not doing too too much uh but i did have a new project i was talking a little bit about it in the discord but we haven't talked about it much here and i know i tend to lean more hardware so i'm gonna be brief about this so that you know those that aren't that into hardware can just you know not have to deal with it but um uh have you heard of the mister m-i-s-t-e-r yeah it's a um 
Is it an emulator or is it a, what is it? Yeah, it's a, that's the best way to put it. Uh, so it's okay. different from a PC or a Raspberry Pi, which are software emulation. It's hardware emulation, which right. is what these like analog NT and Super NT and the MG, the SG and all that stuff. It's also, um, it uses an FPGA or field programmable gate array, which is like a... Um, a multi-circuited chip that uh, you can basic that can basically emulate hardware cycles, and so it can basically think of it as the T one thousand of like old consoles, right? Like it can just become whatever you program it to become, and so. Um, the Mister is the next step. Like the consumer product is like the Super NT, right? You want a Super NES that has an HDMI out that looks gorgeous that plays all your carts. That's what that is. Um, a lot of your flash carts, like your EverDrives and stuff, they are run by this chip as well. Um, and so the Mister is the next step up. It is currently subsidized. It costs about three hundred and fifty bucks for the uh, processor that runs it. The the board. It's called the DE10 Nano. And it's a $350 board, but right now Intel has agreed to subsidize these in the interest of development, stuff that has nothing to do with video games. It's like software development and, and processor development. And so right now, if you're at an academic institution, you can get them for $100. And if you're not, and you're just a regular schmo on the street like me, they're $130. And so that, but this company, Terrasic, who makes them, gets like the rest of the money to make them from Intel. So I wouldn't say there's a real big push right now. Like I wouldn't see Intel ending the subsidies anytime soon, but that's why they're so cheap. These things are not supposed to be that cheap. The FPGA chip alone, I believe is more than $130 or it's around that price wholesale. Anyway, so you grab that, but you need a couple extra pieces. Like everything else, it's not what it seems. The Raspberry Pi is not a $35 computer. It's like a $75 computer once you buy all the parts you need for it. Um, but that does come with the power supply and stuff like that. So you do need a USB hub that's powered that plugs into the wall. I have one of those. So I'm covered there. Mm -hmm. But you need a RAM chip... Um, which is uh, to run certain cores, certain consoles, basically. A handful of consoles like Game Boy and Genesis don't need RAM, but the rest of them do. And you need usually around 32 megabytes, which is the easy-to-find $35, $45 chip that's sold everywhere. Um, does not come with it. You can't like bundle it together. Terrasic doesn't sell those, but other people sell them. And then if you want Neo Geo, you need the 128 megabyte chip, which to be clear, there's also, they're going to program for it and stuff like that. So if you're going all out, you want the 128 megabyte chip. It's only 60 bucks, but it's hard to find. I did manage to find one in stock, ordered it, but here's the catch. Like, it was in stock. It since sold out, but, like, I got one, and the order was confirmed since I've gotten one. But he's like, I'll promise to get it to you by, like, March 5th. So I've got to play the waiting game on that one. Mm -hmm. Then the last thing you need is cooling. It runs hot, so you need a heat sink, which is just those, like, metal pieces that stick to the chip itself. And then a fan's ideal. You can buy a fan and kit for, like, 15 bucks. Or uh, there is what's called an I.O. board. So, Trees, this is the last thing that I wanted, and you definitely need a, a fan for this because it'll heat the chip up more. The I.O. board is the input-output board. It's 50 bucks. It comes with the cooling, so it comes with the fan and everything. 
but it also gives you um, analog out. So I can go out to component video or composite video or S video or various other things than HDMI so that I can actually send these out to old TVs. So this mm. now gives me an opportunity to do like an NES, but out to an old TV with the RGB signal, like the component cables you're talking about with like, you know, HD retrovision and stuff. Right. But I can also go out to HDMI if I want to put it on an HD TV screen. Mm. And this thing is basically the most accurate form of emulation because it's doing hardware, not software. And the reason why is that the way processors work with timing and cycles, you just can't create it in software because software is sequential. Whereas you can tweak the timing and make it your own when you're using hardware. So that's why a lot of people like the Mister. But if you Paid attention to what I just added up there. You're probably talking closer to a $250 package. But I finally mm -hmm. bit the bullet and and over the course of a couple paychecks bought it and pieced it together. Um, and I'm ready to work with it, but I haven't yet. And this is a lot less of your, in my opinion, a lot of people can do libraries, but the strength of the mister is not to... Um, go, I'm going to put every single Nintendo game on there and every Genesis game on there and just play them whenever. And this, of course, is Mr. Got the Most Traction because, uh, again, it's very faithful Neo Geo mm. and it's very faithful um, arcade stuff. So, of course, that's the other big one. Everybody loves MAME, but MAME isn't like cycle-accurate, perfect renditions of those arcade games. The Mr. versions are... And they're getting trickled out, Trees. So that's the other thing is it's kind of like Christmas, right? Because all of a sudden you'll wake up one morning and they're like, hey, they figured out Robotron. And so you're like, oh, well, now I know what I'm playing today. I'm going to play an arcade perfect version of Robotron, you know? Mm -hmm. And you hook up a HDM or a USB cable or, in my case, an arcade stick, and you recreate Robotron, and you're good to go. Um, so that's what I want it for, and I'll be using it in very specified sequences. You know what I mean? So like when I go to play it, it's not going to have any cores on it. The cores are basically the programming that says create it to make it this. Mine's going to be like very specific. Like, oh, I want to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Konami arcade game, which to be clear, I don't think is out yet. Mm. But let's say when that releases and it will come out, I want to play that. Well, I'm just going to load up because the Mr. Like, it's going to be like a cartridge, right? Each um, chipset like each arcade chipset is specific to that unless there were clones, you know, or repurposed stuff. So when I want to play Ninja Turtles, like there's, you have to load up the, you know, the, the specific Ninja Turtles core and just play that. It's just one game, you know, and then you got to change the core if you want to play something else. Right. And so again, I'm going to do it in a very specified thing. For me, it's a way to get real cycle accurate stuff and also to play stuff outside of MAME that's not so evergreen. I think anybody out there who's built a MAME cab, you're like, you want to be prepared for any time anyone will come over and you can give them a huge group of games that they can play. So you have to make concessions to make sure it's all going to work with the most number of games in the most scenarios. The cool thing about the Mister is, no, it can be just one thing for that day. For today, the Mister is just Robotron. And tomorrow, maybe it'll be just the Neo Geo. It just depends on how I feel, mm. right? And that's what it's for. And it takes a lot of tinkering and a little bit of knowledge. Um, and it's, it's, it's exposed chips. You can 3D print a case or something if you want to. But, like, mine's not going to be that way. It's just going to be in anti-static 
holder <laughs> while I'm not using it. Um, but it's a cool little thing. So I grabbed it and I'll be playing around with it. I don't think there's going to be much to talk about because it's just more just playing it. But right. Trees, the, the one, and the reason I bring this all up to come full circle and then we'll move on is the one console I've always wanted that I'm not going to touch is the Neo Geo. Right, right, right. Neo Geo is so cool, but finding those controllers is hard. They're almost never coming with the console, and if they are, they're an arm and a leg. Oftentimes, the controllers are broken. Neo Geo consoles are hard to come by. They're a bitch to get RGB out because you have to do a bypass to them, so you're soldering into an expensive console you just bought. And then last but not least, I guess piracy and clone carts and inauthentic stuff and just the cost of these games alone it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous and yeah. a lot of people are like oh well i'm just gonna spend a thousand dollars and buy a neo geo with a controller and buy a flash cart and then i'm good and i don't want to pay a thousand dollars for no. the neo geo library frankly i like neo geo but i don't love neo geo right right so for me the prospect of having an accurate arcade accurate neo geo because um, the Raspberry Pi doesn't do Neo Geo great. It does it okay, but not great. And also having a lot of these arcade games as they come out being accurate, more accurate than MAME. I was like, okay, cool. The other thing is I can hook it up to my computer monitor, and my computer monitor goes, it's a 27-inch, and it goes vertical. So what I can do is for those vertical arcade games like Donkey Kong and all those other things, with like a MAME cabinet or like a traditional TV, it just squishes them up, you know, right. to that small, weird look. I like the idea that I'll just turn the monitor sideways and mm-hmm. just run it in what's called Tate or vertical mode. Nice. And I can I can play Donkey Kong looking the way it's supposed to. Yep. So anyway, so that's my I'm- little splurge purchase, uh, and I'll probably be tinkering with it, but like so many other things, um, I'll just let you know if I find something cool, but I'll probably right. be talking about the game itself, not really the mister. The Mister itself is just a big dumb thing, but like, mm-hmm. and I don't mean it's a dumb project. I mean it's just a big dumb piece of hardware, and you put software in it that makes it great. Right. Um, and so we'll see. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a great community and a great fan community, and so it's a cool thing for just the tinkering crowd. So if you've got some mild interest in that stuff, you've played with emulators and RetroPie, and you know, all that Fun. stuff, and you want to take the next level, and you got two two fifty to spend. Go for it. And you don't even have to buy that expensive RAM chip or that expensive yep. cooling. Like a lot of people just buy the 130 DE10 Nano, buy the cooling kit for 15 bucks, buy the RAM kit for 30 and what is that, 175 and you're mm-hmm. done? Nice. So, but yeah, anyway. It's fun. it's fun. Those things are fun when you tinker with them and then they work. You turn it on and there's some stuff that you put on it. I don't know. That stuff's always yeah. fun, you know? Yeah, I, I yes, and, and that's that's my big thing, so. Obviously. Well, do we want to get into games or do we want to do our listener mail real quick? We should probably let's do our listener mail just because it's in relation to Best Buy and GameStop and all that <laughs> fun stuff. Okay. So, are you familiar with the gentleman who goes by the name of Los? Los Papalos. Papalos. Yeah. He wrote in, and of course, if anybody knows him, his. Uh, his opening line is, yo. And I, I could try to do his voice, but I'm not going to. He goes, welcome back, Fred and Trees. New podcast. Well, old podcast? New name, though. Well, wait. Old name, too. I'm getting a new Nintendo 3DS vibe, but uh, but you know what? It You know what? It with doesn't a, matter. With a DSI. What? With a DSI's of podcast. Right? <laughs> 
I'm going to write that down. The DSIs of podcasting. Yeah, we're, 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 we're a mess. <laughs> anyway, <on>. um, <laughs> but he goes, uh, what matters is you're back and welcome back. <clears throat> and he says, just wanted to email about the Best Buy GameStop thing. Of course, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't know, Los was, uh, Trees, I know you know, but our listeners, yeah. Los was huge into Best Buy, especially that Gamers Club Unlocked. He was the only one. In the, he he yeah. had COD membership 001. <laughs> and it was only kind of issued. Yeah, he was the full fan he, club. But anyway, he was the, the whole club. Yeah, uh, I'll try not to ramble, so I'll get to the point as best I can. Best Buy can go fly a freaking kite. Since they got rid of GCU Gamer Club Unlocked, it's been my <laughs> least favorite place to go. I mean, I used to love Best Buy. We all know the glory days with GCU and trading incentives, bonus certificates, and all that stuff, and it was glorious. But wow, they made. They made it to the top of the mountain and just jumped right off, didn't they? Not only that, but their customer service went right along with them into their in their nosedive into the ground. Every single person I ever interact with at Best Buy has this huge elitist mentality. Mm. Like them wearing a blue shirt somehow makes them the coolest and most awesomest person on the world. And money-spending customer be damned. They don't give a flying fuck about anything you're coming to them with. I've been sticking it to them for steelbooks. But uh, that they apparently have the only manufacturer out there for. But even with the Disney Plus, I haven't had the urge to buy a Disney Steelbook for a while. And that's saying something. Mm. Fun side note, Trees. Mm. They put a bunch of Disney Steelbooks on uh, clearance for nine ninety nine, And one of them was Frozen, and the Frozen Steelbook looks dope. Yeah, does it? And I got reminded yet again why I shouldn't go to Best Buy because I went and picked it up, paid ten bucks for it. It was the 4K version, so I got the 4K, the code, and everything. We had it on Blu-ray, but you know, 4K. Mm-hmm. Anyway, went and grabbed it. Thought it looked good, great on the shelf. Get it home, and I open it, and I'm looking at it with my wife and everything. And my daughter goes, "What's that?" And she points to the corner, and there's a big dent in the back. Oh, of it. boned. And I went to Best Buy, and they were like, "You've opened it." And I said, yeah, but there's a dent in it. And he goes, yeah, but you opened it. You should have checked it for dents beforehand. I said, well, I did store pickup. I thought you would check it for dents. And he goes, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Or dude. So anyway. Uh, that said, GameStop have been on top of their game here for a while. Uh, there's one of the closest, there's one closest to me that doesn't have the greatest people, but it's the biggest one in the area. <laughs> and there's another by the university that's about 15 minutes away. And it's the size of a walk-in closet, but it has the best, most helpful staff ever. I feel like that's always the trade-off, right? <laughs> they don't have crazy sales like Best Buy or movies and all that. But uh, but for gaming, I'd rather go there just because I'm tired of Best Buy and their bullshit. <laughs> it's just too bad they won't last the year. And I don't say that because I'm trying to be cynical because you know I'm not that way. But all signs point to it. Even GameStop subreddit is littered with employees who do nothing but talk about how horrible the working conditions are. It's going to suck when they do shut down, not only because we won't have a gaming spot, but because there will be enough. Uh, there will be another reason for those assholes in Best Buy to think they're top shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk too much. Get a voicemail number, Fred. Come on, have a good show. <laughs> so first of all, Trees, mm-hmm. you know Los is still a Best Buy fan because he has still got to be the only person on the earth who looks at GameStop and Best Buy and goes, oh yeah, GameStop goes down first. <laughs> yeah. He's he's funny because I've texted him from yeah. a Best Buy before. I bought a uh, stupid, uh, <laughs> again, in those junk aisles, they yeah. had a little pewter keychain. It was a keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And so I, I took a picture of it. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm very good at 
texting people. Like I won't like you. I won't text you just, hey man, what's up? What are you doing? I wait till I have something. Yeah. And Los gets most of my texts during like Christmas time when I'm out Christmas shopping and I see uh-huh. a a stupid uh you know like uh Mass Effect Monopoly board or something Hell stupid yeah. that he would buy. And I, I send him a picture of it. It's like, hey, here's a nightmare before Christmas uh, mug set, but you have this, <laughs> you know? And he'd be like, I do. And uh, I sent him a picture from Best Buy of that little pewter keychain. And I was like, I'm thinking of buying this. He's like, oh, I have that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so I bought it. So I have a, I have a King Mutt's, uh keychain on my uh, Yeah, hook it up, bro. My car. So, yeah. <clears throat> Best Buy. Well, well, thank you, Lowe's. If you, uh, yeah, and I've got some comments real quick, but if you want to write in, uh, contact GamingHistory101.com, GamingHistory101.com forward slash contact, or you can hit us up at TreesLounge00 and at SpidersVenom, S-P-Y-D-E-R-S-V-E-N-O-M on Twitter or however else you mm-hmm. find a way to get a hold of us. Sometimes commenting on the podcast works, but sometimes I forget about that. So be careful with that one. Mm-hmm. But thank you for your email, Lowe's. Um, yeah, I think GameStop's got a little longer than that, uh, especially because I don't know about you, Trees, but now that I'm part of that like um, that trade-in program, which I saw what they did, those $5 certificates are in lieu of the 10% extra trade-in credit and the 10% off is what mm. happened. They ended that. Um, oh. Yeah, and also I went and bought something on their tax sale. They had buy two, get two on anything from Wii U... Um, basically Wii U or before. So Wii, Wii U, 3DS, DS, 360, PS3, all those. And it was buy two, get two. So I went and bought four $20 games and only paid 40 bucks and they wouldn't let me use the $5 coupon for it. <laughs> but I did do well. Um, and just in case you're wondering what the four games are, um, just for fun, I never got New Super Mario Brothers Wii, or sorry, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Mm-hmm. And there, it's now on Switch, but I'm not gonna pay sixty bucks for that. I don't even think I like the game. But I right. grabbed it. I grabbed uh, New Super Mario Brothers or New Super Mario Land Two, the 3DS one. I've always been meaning to play that. I heard it was quite good, and I've just never wanted to spend the money on it. And you know, Nintendo doesn't drop the price, so it was twenty bucks. I grabbed. Um, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand for the 360, oh. a game I rented but never bought. I got it on Gamefly back in the day. I've always yeah. wanted it, and it's now hard to find. It was the only yeah. one in all of Kansas City. Mm. And it's not in the greatest condition, but you know about the 360, right, Trees? Like, you yeah. just hook up your 360, you install the game. As long as that game installs, you're good to go. So I'm going to go try it, and even if it doesn't work, I'm not going to go back to GameStop because you know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, mm-hmm. well, we'd refund you, but it was part of a promotion, so I don't know what the fuck to do, man, and there's no more. So we got a resurfacing place. I'll probably have them resurface the why? disc, and that'll probably save it. You, why hasn't that popped up in Games for Gold? Throw that one out there. Fiddy ain't going to let his license out. No. Fiddy don't It's not care. even backwards compatible. It's Fiddy not back compat either. Fiddy just got a star. All right? He don't care about his game, old-ass <laughs> video game. <laughs> Fair enough. And then the last game I got was they have a ultimate edition of Fallout New Vegas. So I like Fallout New Vegas, but mm-hmm. while a lot of PC players think that the PC version's great, it's kind of glitchy as shit, and I don't have any of the DLC. And I w- wanted to play the DLC because I heard it was actually pretty good. And I never played Fallout New Vegas on consoles. 
and it's backward compat on Xbox One, and it is part of Game Pass, but you don't get the DLC. So the other day I was looking at the DLC, and there's no season pass with Bethesda. If, if you guys don't remember, there's no season pass with Fallout 3 or Oblivion or anything like that. You're buying each one piece yes. by piece, and these days they're really raking you across the coals because they brought it back with like back compat, and they do the X-Enhanced stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Fallout, I happen to have the game of the year versions of Oblivion and Fallout 3, so you can put in the second disc, install the DLC, put in the first disc, and it all works without having to buy anything. But if you go buy those individually, the five Fallout 3 bundles are each 10 bucks, so that's mm-hmm. $50. And Oblivion, Shivering Isles is 30 and Knights of the Nine is 20 so you're another 50 Same thing with Fallout New Vegas. There were three or four content packs, and they're all like 15 bucks. So at GameStop, they have the Ultimate Edition, which was a weird thing that came out for a short period of time when it went back compat. And it's all the DLC on two discs. And it's one of those weird hybrid cases. So it looks like an Xbox One case. Mm. But it says at the top, like, works on 360 and Xbox One. Anyway, so it was 20 bucks. So I got all four of those games for 40 bucks, which to me was a decent deal, Mm -hmm. Um, especially to find them at my GameStop, like, in good condition with, like, cases and everything. But... um, so yeah, so uh, I I think GameStop's got more steam in it, and I recently got an email that said that they're going to be the headquarters of PS Five announcements, which mm-hmm. I find very hard to believe. But also <laughs> Wired Magazine and Sony seems to be skipping all these events. You know, um, we might get to it later in a discussion I'd like to have, but I don't know if we'll have time for it. But um, you know, Microsoft is de- definitely doing a better job these days of talking about the fact that they got a console coming out. And Sony seems to be a little bit more gun shy. And they also seem to have that kind of cocky mentality of like, well, you'll buy it because you bought the PS4 so much. It's the only option. Mm. And so we'll see. Mm. We'll see. But, uh, but yeah, so I think GameStop will last a little longer. But yes, Best Buy is just, Best Buy is fine for exactly what Trees said. You walk in the front door of your own accord. You interact with nobody. You find what you want on the shelves doing your own self-analysis of the condition of the case and all that fun stuff. You pay for your shit without even making eye contact with the guy, right. and then you walk out. Just go, that is how you now participate with Best Buy. Yeah, just don't, just don't cut through the phone section because <laughs> that's like that's like a a wounded cow those jackals in all on, yeah. water. you'll get tugged out who's your carrier what do you got what phone case you got there it's like my carrier it's a, yeah it's a, <clears throat> my carriers fuck off uh ink i built my own network my name's fred sprint yes it's a fuck off fuck ne- off it's a fuck off network <laughs> thank you very much i'm good i'm living like in that i'm literally calling in- free data yeah. Anyone who's ever worked retail always cracks up at this one line. And Trees, I'm sure you'll remember it when I say it, but in Clerks, uh, the first one, there's this random scene where he walked, Randall walks up to ring up a guy and he goes, cute cat, what's its name? And he goes, annoying customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still what? love that line to this day. <laughs> Why love never. But anyway. Um, um, so, and congrats, congrats to Los. He's a, he's, a, yeah. he's a new data again. I don't think it's a secret since this baby's plastered all over Instagram when I turned it yeah. on last time. So it's not a secret. So congrats, man. Uh, you know, just when he thought he was out, he's back mm-hmm. in. He's back in. Yep. 
Los is halfway to a uh, you know a half court game. <laughs> He's getting <laughs> with those kids. He's He's halfway to a Brady now. bunch. He's He's a, a, a bunch of food prep is now. Yeah, he's now certifiable, I think. <laughs> so, congrats, man. Yes, congrats. Big congrats. Proud daddy. Yes. And well well served, too. Um, he had a uh, podcast he was working on for obvious reasons. I don't think he's had an episode beyond three because he's been very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, probably a bad time to start a podcast. But you know what, Los? I'm backing you if you ever get a new episode out. <laughs> Yeah, and if you have, I apologize for having not backed you enough to check my subscriptions. <laughs> um, but uh, also, real quick, I've been getting a lot of this from a lot of different people. So uh, people are saying, "Hey, you made that lecture zero thing. You said you were going to do lectures. Um, what gives? Don't worry, you've got one coming very soon. In fact, I'm thinking about recording it and releasing it this weekend. Um, it is not the Metal Gear Solid Five one. That one is coming. Fortingard and I had some technical issues, so we're going to work on those. Um, and in the so coming up here, it's going to be one of two topics: either the uh, the weird side-scrolling sequels of the NES. So trees, you know about this, like Mario Two, Zelda Two, Castlevania Two, how they were all like very different from their predecessor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be either that or. Turbo Graphics, which that's going to come out before the mini comes out on March 19th. Um, I'm going to talk about it, give some history about it, talk about the CD console, and then run through the games real quick and what you do and don't need to know going into buying that if right. you're planning on it. Um, but I will tell you, for the library alone, it's a good investment. Um, but uh, so that's coming soon. Stay tuned. But uh, yeah, there is. Um, speaking of Turbo Graphics, there is a clip. It's not even a clip. I watched it when it was live. But okay. it, what year was Turbo Graphics? Was it uh, Turbo Graphic? The PC Engine came out in 1987 in Japan. Right, 1989 the, in America. 1989. So like 89, 90, right? There is this. If you can yeah, find they it. actually came out a month. I think Turbo Graphics came out a month after the Genesis. Right. So some things get etched in time, right? And it can never be played in any other era, except. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember, if someone can ever find this clip, throw it in Discord or something. It's hilarious. It was an Arsenio Hall show, right? Macaulay Culkin was a kid guest, right? Because he okay. was home alone, hide at home alone. And uh, Arsenio Hall was like, hey, I, I heard you really want this new gaming thing. And he's like, he explains that the TurboGrafx-16 is the best system ever in Arsenio Hall pulls out a brand new Turbo Graphics 16 from behind the desk and gives it to him. Wow. That whole clip, all three of those things, Arsenio Hall, <laughs> Kid Macaulay Culkin, and Turbo Graphics 16 brand new can never be in any other era except for that one that's, moment in that time. That is an incredibly good point. And if yes. anybody can find that clip, I'm sure it has to be on YouTube somewhere because I watched that live when it happened. I was like, oh, shit, that kid's lucky. Right? Damn it. Yeah. Turbo graphics. So I just thought that was funny. I don't know why that shot in my head when you mentioned Turbo Graphics. You see, well, now like, I want to find that. But I'm just like, yeah, some so. things can only exist in a certain time frame, and that whole clip has so many things in it that can only exist. <laughs> In that one small That's window. Fantastic. Yeah, I will try to find that. Uh, and any of you out there who are on the Discord, you sniffers go looking and pop that in the shout box. Make sure to at Trees Lounge. Um, Thank you. Thank you. 
But yeah, so those will the, those will be coming. Don't worry, we still do retro. Trees and I talk retro on this show, but I get it. It's not a retro show. That kind of traditional retro stuff is coming uh, soon. So it's a it's a video game show, and video game encompasses every video game. As far as I'm yeah, concerned. that's the whole idea. Is we are the the entire history of video <laughs> games. So, all right, trees. Well, you're up. What games? Well, uh, what games speak, do you want to talk about? Speaking of retro, so. Yeah. I, I got I you know sometimes when I'm up in uh, New Hampshire I don't get a lot of gaming in um, because we have people over all week long we have guests coming and going and kids and but this week up there we had people over for the first weekend but then uh, people that were supposed to come up couldn't make it so we, we sort of had a most of the week was just the four of us me and my wife and the kids uh, so I spent a lot of nights sitting up playing my PS2. Uh, and originally I texted you because I had a picture of, uh, Ridge Racer, um, type four, which I love. And the thing is I couldn't save it. So I texted you because in my mind, I don't know why I remembered the PS2 memory cards, not being able to save PS1 games. I just thought they did. I, 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 and a lot of people did too. When that system came out, But you know what I think I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of when I had the PS3 and it had the virtual PS2 memory cards. Do you remember that? Like if you were saving a, the, the it, it original did. P- When you played backwards compat. Yes. Yeah. It, it you had could like, make unlimited PS1 and PS2 memory. You yes. still can. So um, that's what yeah. I that's what I was thinking in my head. So I'm like, why won't this game save? It keeps saying there's no memory card in the slot. And then you were like, oh. I texted you and you were like, "Yeah, hey, no, it doesn't do that. And I was like, hey, it's proprietary. Yeah. It's, but, but then you said I can stick a, a PS1 memory card in there. Mm-hmm. So I have to get me a PS1 memory card. Because I, 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 I also beat, told you like, I have a hundred of them. So yeah. if you'd like me to just mail you one. Yeah, mail me that. off one. I need one All right, I will. for New Hammy. A lot of your stuff lives up in New Hammy now. So it's only fitting. Yes. Yes. You know, the um, PS1, I'll give you a nice purple one memory card so they can sit next to Rumble Roses and not I like feel that. left out. I, that's yeah. the gem of the ones you gave me. The other one's not so hot on. Played the place. <laughs> I did pop in that Deus Ex and it was, uh, it rough. Was, it was, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was rough to the point where I was like, I don't think I could do this. I want to Deus be. Deus Ex is a paced game, to, right? Like, Deus Ex is one of those things where you go back to it and you're like, no. I tell people, just play that human revolution. Yeah. So it gives you the feel without, yeah. Yeah. So, Deus Ex, I don't know how much long, long, that might not live in that collection forever. Yakuza would have been a great get, except they made those Kiwami games and that's mm-hmm. a like much better retelling of it. <laughs> well, I have y- Yakuza up there, the first one, but yeah. for nostalgia purposes, it fits in there. Um, but yeah, I, I beat my Grand Prix and couldn't save it. So I was like, man, my Pac-Man car. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that if game. If you've never played Ridge Racer Type 4, for the record, this is your call. And I think right now PlayStation has, the sale I think is still going on when this comes out. They've got the a bunch of PS1 games on sale, but there's no good place to find the sale, so you got to search for it. Mm-hmm. But I think you can get that game for like two bucks. It's great. It's a fantastic game. It, it's structured differently up to that point. Like if you played the other ones, uh, where I can't remember how other ones work, but I think you picked your car and you just you basically went through heats, right? 
you went through you worked your way up through a ranking yes. system or whatever. You picked a car and it was like almost like a campaign. But the way full works is you pick the team. You there's four teams you pick from. And you pick the manufacturer yes. of your car. And there's two types of cars. There's drift and there's heavy, which is mm-hmm. sort of new. Or before you always just drifted. Right. And then it took me a while with this one because I forgot and I picked a heavy car. And what the heavy car does, it doesn't really drift. But if you do the drift and move, which is you, you, mm-hmm. you sort of lay off the gas and, and cut the corner, in a regular Ridge Racer car, you, you drift. But this car, it hugs. You basically get more grip, so you don't skid. So you basically can take you know corners at high. You know you just grip the track. Anyways, uh, it you know has a Pac-Man. It's a Pac-Man racing team, and uh, they give you like a pit captain. And what was hilarious was the guys basically calling you a piece of shit. Like when you join his team, he's like, "Who is this?" They talk to you, you know, in the little word bubbles. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh my god, they give me this rookie." Doesn't even know. Do you even know what the steering wheel is? Oh Jesus Christ! Like he he shits on you. He hates you. He's like, "Well, we're the worst team anyway, so might as well have you." What what harm can what how worse can it get? And then you like win the first race. He's like, "Ugh." Talk about beginner's luck. Bubble, right, you're, yeah. like, you're like, this fucking guy, right? And then you win the next one. He's like, he's like, oh my God. He's like, I can't, I can't believe you're like, you know, you're still skating by, but they're still not giving us any money for a new car, which is just as well, because you'd probably wreck it anyway. You're like, this talk about encouragement. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't even go gradual. It's like you win the next one. And they show him with the sweat bubbles flying off his head. And he's just uh-huh. like, you're the greatest. You're the rookie of the year. We got something here. We're going all the way, kid. And you're like, fuck you. This guy. Well, it's like. <laughs> Jumping it's on the like, bandwagon, uh, are you? Yeah. Remember Ghost in um, in uh, Sewer Shark? Right? Yeah. You go from rat breath to like yeah. exterminator. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, fuck this guy. I'm winning it for me. Not for you. Fuck anyway, yeah. that was super fun. My favorite uh, is still Rage Racer. Rage Racer or the original? The original one. The the, the there was Ridge like Racer. Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Two or something, and then it was like Rage Ridge Rage Racer. And oh, not, okay. And that was the one where they had the paint program in there, and I so you could like paint your cars. I had a I had a uh, oh, wasn't was it shit Miller Ice? No, what's ice? Uh, Mick, no, Jesus Christ, I'm blanking. Wait, uh, Bud Ice? No, is, is it Miller Ice? Natural Ice. Natural no. Ice. No, it wasn't. No. It's the one with the black label. Jesus Christ, what's it called? Yeah, Natty Molson. Ice. No, Molson Ice. Molson Ice. Had the black label, remember? <laughs> and they had Molson Triple X. No, I don't remember, and I'm very drink, pleased about I used to drink that, that at the bar. And then, uh, <laughs> so I had I had racing cars Holy with that on there. I had a corn, corn car, the band corn. Uh, the yeah. That was my favorite. And then they'd put whatever you drew in your car, they'd put it on billboards as you drove around. It was great. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> Race is the shit, man. Anyways, listen, where else you going to see Molson? Yeah, Molson sorry, guys. On, a, on Tree, a billboard. Trees just went on a little tryst with 1997. He'll be back. I'm, I'm back. I, I pulled it back. I pulled it back. So, anyways, I texted you about that. And so I had to put, yeah. I had to put uh, Type 4 away. Uh, but I will say this, <laughs> the Olden Cinema still looked excellent. 
Yeah. It shows that I you forget know, the the I forget the mascot of of Ridge Racer. It's like a Japanese girl with short hair. Yeah, she has a name. I was gonna say it's just the chick. Yeah, she has a name. I I can't remember uh, her name. Okay, Namco girl. Big, um, yeah, something with a name, well, isn't it? There there are certain like for me there was always the racing games, especially of that era. Mm-hmm. That you just always remembered the intro. I don't know if you remember this at all, but. Um, <clears throat> Test Drive 6. It was on the PlayStation 1. It was a late game. Mm-hmm. But it was also on the Dreamcast. Uh, Don't remember. And it might have been on the Saturn. I played most of it on the PlayStation 1, but it's gorgeous on the Dreamcast. But uh, And the reason we all wanted it was my buddy had uh, gotten a saline Mustang. He mm-hmm. was a, He was a rich guy, and his parents got him a saline Mustang for his birthday, for birthday. his uh, 18th birthday. And... Test Drive 6 had a saline Mustang, and it's completely unrealistic. You're driving on, like, snow-covered hills in a saline Mustang and making, like, awesome cornering. Oh, yeah. It was an arcade racer, to say the least. But the opening is um, cars, and they do the hybrid of, like, the Paul Newman one, or not Paul Newman, uh, whoever does cars. And then also, um, oh, there was, like, a there was like a, a rock metal band, uh... Um, hold on. <laughs> You're not saying I gotta it. look it up, or I'm just gonna. Here we go. Gary Newman, not Gary Paul Newman. Newman. Yeah, Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul not Newman. the, not the, not the salad dressing. Um, and so yeah, it it starts with the uh, with the uh, Gary Newman one. Um, but then they switch it over and do. Oh, who did the other version of Cars? Was uh, here we go. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Okay, I'll I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, Cars is in it. Yeah, and I thought it was it was great. So well, the, the um, Type Four. If anybody wants to YouTube it, it has her like waking up in her swanky apartment and like getting ready, like put on her Fear high Factory. Heels. That's who it was. And then it keeps, that was the band. Yeah, and then it keeps cut into like a race with Ridge Race. It has like racing, like Gran Turismo style. Like looks really good. And then at the end, she's like walking down the street, the highway for some reason. She like breaks a heel. I can't remember. But the winner of the race that you were just watching, he like comes screaming by and he slams the brakes on and he like picks her up. And, you know, yeah. it shows from the inside of the cab perspective him roll down the window. She like leans in and winks. And you could never get away with that nowadays because it's creepy. They just pick up some girl on the highway, like get in. The Fast and the Furious would tend to disagree. That's not real life. Fake, (laughs) but (laughs) anyways, so I switched from that game and uh, I played a little Jack and Daxter, right? And then, like, played, and I'm like, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't so for the record, for but if you played it before, huh? So, for the record, have you ever listened? I've never played a Jack and Daxter game, never played them one, uh, and I never played a Ratchet and Clank game in my life. I know of them. I know they both were the same. So you era. seriously have never played either of these never games? Never played either of them in my life. I came in the PlayStation Two late, right? Because I got Me one. Yeah. I was an Xbox guy, and then I got a PlayStation Two, so I could play Stuntman and Kingdom Hearts. So I sort of gotcha. missed the wave of when those came out. And I, I bought was, a PlayStation Two for Guitar Hero, so like I'm yeah. right there with you. So yeah. I I was never into those 
those type of 3D games, like a Banjo-Kazooie type game. Like it wasn't my mm-hmm. thing at the time. It's more my thing now. Um, so I, sw- I said, you know, I'm going to play some Ratchet and Clank. Right? I mean, I'm going to pop that in and uh, play that. Holy shit, Fred. I played a lot of Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> that game was fucking fun. The first one. First one ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I love when a game doesn't feel old. Right? right, I'm playing this PlayStation 2 platformer, and yeah, besides from some some graphical camera things once in a while, I didn't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was fun. And you know, I like Lego games, right? And I like Lego <laughs> games because I like when shit blows up and you collect all those little studs. Mm-hmm. So Ratchet and Clank, you collect a lot of little bolts. Shit, everything you break, you collect those well, bolts. I love that. So, you never played the PS3 ones? No, I never played a Russian Clank in my life. Okay, and so I played I played the three PS3 ones, and it's it's the same thing, and so that's why I've been wanting to go back to the original trilogy. But yeah, so the original I played a lot. I don't know how many hours I put in, but um, mm-hmm. I was having fun. And another reason I chose it over Jack and Dax was uh, Russian Clank let me uh, invert the camera. Jack and Dexter did See, not. I might have gone to Jack and Dexter. Well, that's because so, they're sane. It was tough um, running around in so, Jack and Dexter. So real, yeah. Real quick though, before we, I almost want if you can do it briefly, for you to just give me a little bit as to what was the deal with Jack and Dexter, because I, having never played Jack and Dexter, have a have a hard time separating the two because I right. figured they were both like over the shoulder third person shooters. With action platforming sequences. So, and also, I just haven't played it. So, Well, Jack and Daxter, from my understanding, from people that talk about the series, is like Jack and Daxter 2 and ongoing are very different yeah. than the they first are. one. They get yes. a little bit more grittier and more, you know. And they change. And I think Jack 2 doesn't even have really Daxter in it. So, yeah, it just went in a different direction. So, Jack and Daxter, I played... I never got out of the first area to be, I'm going to be honest okay. with you. I played like okay. an hour and a half of it. Okay. I didn't shoot one thing. It was, I don't think I did. Maybe I had a gun. Okay. From what I could tell, I was mostly collecting shit. It really felt like a Banjo-Kazooie type game. Aha. Okay. And mm-hmm. there was like so many things to collect. And basically um, like one, and I didn't like the character design and I didn't like the characters I was talking to. Like, I like Daxter. Uh, Jack I could do without, but Daxter seems... Dax is just... He's he's just Timon. He's just... Yeah. You know Go what I'm saying? On. Timon <laughs> yeah. from Lion King. He's just Timon with a fucking... Sure. Like he's, he, that's if all, Jack he were Pumbaa, I might after. be okay. He you sounds like I want too. Daxter. I want Daxter and Paige in a game. Paige from... Uh, uh, oh, um... <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, okay. I thought you meant WWE. I want Paige and Daxter together in a game. I thought you meant the wrestler. I was going to say, that, that's a mix right there. <laughs> that would make that. I'd play that game. But no. So, yeah. So, it was like, you know, it was like, you know, you got little quests and it was like, go out there and I need like these three golden eggs. And basically you had to do like these little puzzle solving things to get the eggs. And or you know, then you had to like collect people... these and you had to collect these. And I was like. I'm not digging this, man. I'm like... Okay, I feel like people who are into European design mm-hmm. are into that. Um, Andrew in our group 
uh, in our Discord. Um, he's a big fan of like all of Sony's 3D platforming kind of games and action games like this. So, um, but I know he he is particularly into Jack and Dexter. I don't know really where he sizes it up mm-hmm. versus Ratchet and Clank and all that stuff. I think he just kind of. I, I hope you know I'm accurate here, but I think he just kind of um, appreciates all of them for different reasons. Right, right, right. But. Um, but I can see the draw there, although I think I'm going to have similar issues. I didn't particularly love my first half playing Banjo-Kazooie, but I was okay with it. And I definitely was mm. not compatible with uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong 64. Right. Well, Fetch questy stuff, I'm not great. Yeah, about. it was a lot of that. And then, yeah, I was just like, okay, where's this going? I guess it's fun. <laughs> I guess yeah. if I keep going, it's going to... But then I switched over to Ratchet & Clank, which was more... One, I thought it looked better. I don't know the time okay. difference between the two of them. I know they were both sort of say same neck and neck. General area, but... I, I One's Naughty Dog, one's uh, Insomniac. So two fantastic studios going to... I, I like the space travel-y sci-fi nature of Ratchet & Clank. Um, mm-hmm. I like the levels better. They were like these... Okay. Uh, you basically could hop on a ship and fly to different planets you unlocked whenever you wanted to. And the planets would tell you how much of the stuff you collected or didn't. Mm-hmm. So you could, you'd get different weapons at different planets, you know. And the big thing with Ratchet & Clank is all the crazy different weapons you collect. It's Insomniac. Kit. It's always about the batshit um, weapons. If you ever play an Insomniac game other than Spider-Man, right. it's so, about the batshit weapons. And I thought it was clever the way you could use, mix and match the weapons and stuff. Um I just found it more fun. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the main character, right? Um, a ratchet. What's he? A Wombax? Yeah. So he's called Wombax. Yeah. I just think he's kind of dumb looking. See, Clank's uh, is Clank's, Clank's kind cool. of a shitty sidekick. That what? He's all right. You get to use him once in a while, but he doesn't do much. I want Ratchet and Daxter. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck both of them. <laughs> uh, but I really enjoyed uh, Ratchet and Clank. I did, but. I hit this wall on the last day at the cabin, uh-huh. and it, it's, it was such an old school video game thing that I hit a wall mm-hmm. on. So I went through like four or five planets, and the planets give you a breakdown of like the missions you have to do, uh, you know, bubble secrets you've unlocked and what whatnot. Uh, so I kind of did everything I could do elsewhere, and I was on this one planet, and uh, it's such a sign of the times. There's a uh, hoverboard racer named Skids, <laughs> probably with a Z. I never looked, but I bet you, I bet you, I swear to I guarantee, I guarantee it's with, with a fucking Z. Z. Yeah. And uh, you meet him, and he's like this like stonery skateboarder dude, right? And he gives you a hoverboard, and you got to go to this planet and uh, beat this race, and I uh, bring the trophy back to this agent mm-hmm. guy so they you know complete this mission, and so you have to do this hoverboard race. And I couldn't fucking do it. It was so ridiculous. Like one little mistake and so, you would lose the race. And it there was no like, uh, you, you know, second play. It was like, you want to do it again? Yes or no? Like, fuck off. Like mm-hmm. you either do this or you don't. And I could not for the life of me beat this stupid hoverboard race. And then I had to leave. It saved on that spot. 
Whenever, yeah, yeah you know, Conker's Bad Fur Day has a similar circumstance that's yeah. ironically like a surfing oh. thing. Also, if you've never played through that, yeah, um, and I've hit the wall on that part of oh that game my, too. It bummed me out so bad that because uh, <laughs> I wanted to keep playing it. Like, I get it. I, I know. I get it. it. I get time. it. Yeah. Um, it's so much so that when I got home and I had read, I downloaded this on uh, PlayStation Plus once. Uh, but then I deleted it for space. Oh, the PS4 version? Yeah, they, you know, wasn't it? It was sort it was of like a, a reimagining. It was. It was. It was it, it's a remake of the original, but it's based on the it, movie, wasn't it? The movie they popped uh, out? No. You no. sure? Yeah, I've got the movie. Wasn't the movie like a, a reimagined of the first game? I don't know. I've never played the first game. That's what I'm saying. I think. But the, I'm. Okay. I'm Possibly. thinking the movie was the story of the first game reimagined, and then the the 2017 game or whatever it was was based on that movie. I was told that that game was damn close to the original game. Mm. So anyway, so I redownload it because I'm like, fuck, I might play this now, the updated yeah. version. And I'd love to hear how similar or not similar it is. Yeah. So I did a lot of that. It was fun. And then uh, I'm gonna let you take that bullet for me, trees, and um, I'll just wait. Okay. In wings. Okay. Play a knack. Oh, knack. You know, I'm a knack supporter. <laughs> right? Okay. I have one and two. Like, store-bought, not PlayStation Plus style. I, I, I bought digital versions of knack one and if two. You could, if you could rip out knack's uh, vocal box, stomp on it, <laughs> his little voice box, that yeah. game would be so much better because his voice is a... De- <laughs> that's what turns you off. His <laughs> right. voice does not match... Him. Because he's a little knack with a gargantuan man's voice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. It's like he, yeah. it's like he's collecting numbers on the street corner. It's like you're getting fucking... fucked with, is is what it honestly feels like. Like yeah. somebody's messing with he you. He should be in yeah. a Bronx tale. Like he's <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where he came from, but he should beat in the fuck out of book. Uh, out of bikers in a bar somewhere in a Bronx tale. <laughs> well, it's like when you hear Brian talk on Family Guy for the first time. You're just like, that's they, not what I... It, it's commonplace now because we've yeah. seen it for so long, but yeah. They should have Knack lock a door in that game and then go, now you can't leave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now you can't leave. Sorry, like, you got I do with beer in my mouth. I just don't <laughs> understand that voice choice for that character but the game the game's great anyways uh honorable mention is because i was playing around on my ps4 when i got home uh Mm -hmm. um i i was feeling a little vr-ness okay (laughs) and i don't know why but i i i bought um super uh stardust hd ultra vr VR. whatever the fuck it Mm -hmm. is because i remember liking that game and as you yeah. know, with Super VR, HD was good. With VR, I have to have those stationary experiences because I'll get motion sick if it's sort of like first person shit. Yep. So just you know, Super Status HD Ultra VR, whatever. People don't know. It's basically, it was Sony's answer to Geometry Wars. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. a twin stick shooter, but basically you, you go sort of around a planet. And the planet's sort of small, so it's kind of like you're skimming that planet, and uh, it's like the Mario Galaxy yes, of uh, yes. Geometry Wars. Yeah, nice, nice one. Yeah. And uh, but if you can imagine in VR, it's very neat, man. 
I bet. It's very cool. It's like having that planet. Do they sort of scale f- it up? Like, is the ship to scale so it seems like bigger than life? Yeah. Or is it- and, and, okay. You know, and the planet is sort of fills up your vision nice. as you're scrolling around. So if you look up, yeah. you know, as you say, it's, it's, yeah, it was neat. And uh, when That's stuff cool. blows up, you know, those big rocks blow up, like you're chunking mm-hmm. it, you know, breaking apart those giant rocks. And yeah, it looks pretty badass in, in VR. And, uh, so I did that, but that was my gaming for this week. Is uh, yeah. some retro, some PS2 stuff. A lot of PS2. Well, for me, I've started a new uh, thing just because I'm always looking for a new shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to start with uh, consoles uh, that I have in my collection and just play like a random game, like or a game I've been waiting to play on all of them. Um, so far, I've only done... Uh, I did Castlevania 2. So I played through Castlevania 2 on the NES. So there was that. Um, there is a new hack you can get on romhacking.net that does that fixes trees. Did you ever play Castlevania 2? No. Okay. Well, it had two fatal flaws, assuming you like the gameplay. Because it, it basically did like an open world metroidvania before that was a thing mm-hmm. um castlevania 2 might have even predated metroid but they were came out around the same time um <clears throat> but it made like an rpg world and you're simon belmont after you killed dracula in the first game um his pieces were scattered around tra- uh yeah i think it was transylvania or around the land and your job is to get all the pieces back together to bury dracula and spoilers, it's a ruse. Dracula comes back to life and you have to fight him. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but the, the, the game is plagued by two major problems. Um, one is that it doesn't save, mm. um, which the original Castlevania didn't unless you played the Famicom Disk System version in Japan, which no one in America did. So there you go. And so it uses the uh, classic password system of games that were replacing save games. So in Castlevania 1, your passwords were like symbols on a grid, kind of like Mega Man style. Castlevania 2, they were 32 or 64 digit codes, right? No fun to type in. Mm. So this one actually, if you have a flash cart or if you're playing on an emulator, it uses SRAM. So it saves like Zelda does. So whenever you get a game over, you can just save and then you can, you know, hold reset and power down. (laughs) And then when you come back, you can just pick up where you left off. So that's a big change. The other one is like Zelda 2, the villagers just lied to you and said shit that didn't make any sense. Mm. Uh, One of the famous ones is it says like, go to the graveyard, duck to something. Uh, But people read it because of how it like looked and said, go to the graveyard, duck and like ask him something and everybody was always looking for the graveyard duck. Mm. Um, so these people did a update to it that, um, the villagers basically tell you realistic clues, like justified, understandable clues. So you know what to do and where to go, but like in a semi vague way, it also adds a mini map to it. And the, there, it adds signs to each town that doesn't just tell you where you are. It tells you where, like, is one direction and the other direction. So it just helps you get your bearings a little bit. Um, very enjoyable game. Uh, pretty easy, I would say. You have to 
beat like five mansions and there's only three bosses in the game. One's the Grim Reaper and it is the easiest version of the Grim Reaper you've ever played. One's a mask that never gets near you. And Dracula, you can like cheese. You get this special move that like throws fireballs and if you just keep throwing fireballs at him, he doesn't even move. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun to play and like just get to know Castlevania uh, two, right. a game that I never really got around to playing as a kid. So I like it, and it's part of, like I said, like that that weird, you know, se- sideways sequels, right? Like switching up the formula sequels, which was actually very commonplace in Japan, but it was weird to us right, over right. here. Yep. So <clears throat> anyway, played through that. Uh, next up was the Master System, Ooh. and I'm playing uh, Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap, which I know there is the hand-drawn yeah. version that came out on Steam and Switch. I have it on the Switch. Um, and so what I've decided to do, Trees, is I'm just curious about it, and you know I like different versions of it. People largely agree that that new version is probably the best way to play it, especially because it adds saves instead of passwords. So what I've done is I've played an hour of it on the Sega Master System. I've played an hour of it. It's called like Dragon's Curse or something mm-hmm. on uh, Turbo Graphics. It was on a Hue card. So I played an hour of that version, <laughs> which it cleans it up a little bit, but it's pretty much the same game. It's very bright and colorful, though. Turbo Graphics has gorgeous colors. Is there a Genesis version? There is not. Um, there is that's not to be mistaken though. for there is so yes genesis has wonder boy 3 but it's not the dragon's trap it's actually wonder boy 3 wonder boy and monster world so that right. made it nice and confusing okay. and in europe there's also wonder boy 3 uh it was the side scrolling cute em up um Cute-em-up. and i'm blanking on what it's called anyway so yeah, there's multiple versions of it. It got very confusing for a while. Um, but Dragon's Trap was like one of the first Metroidvania versions of it. And so that's why it was like notable for that. And, you know, Metroidvanias are huge. Actually, the theme of tonight will be Metroidvanias for me. Uh, so just preparing you for that. Um, anyway, so I started playing the first hour of those. And they were fun. They were very enjoyable. The graphics are like great on the SMS, like especially because it was competing with the NES at the time. Mm-hmm. And the Sega Master System really is a better piece of hardware. It can do a lot of really cool things. Um, but popularity's a bitch, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and uh, and as we've always said, like the more powerful hardware is oftentimes not the winner, mm. right? We've seen that time and time again. That's even going on right now. The Xbox One X is far from the winner. Um, but, uh, uh, and so now I'm going to try the Switch version, right? The, uh, the official, uh, you know, uh, you know, that, that version, the Switch version that, uh, that, that I bought with the hand-drawn sprites and stuff. I'm going to be playing through that. Who? And then, oh, sorry. Who made that? Do you, did you say that or did I miss that? Uh, is it, it that way forward people that do all no, the hand-drawn no, ones did. all the time? Mm, no, they didn't. They, they do Shantae, but right. did it, no, this was a group of fans. Because what other ones did they do? They did Boyne's Blob. Way Forward? Yeah. Boyne's they did Boyne's Blob. They did Double Dragon Neo. They did Contra 4. Okay. They did Shantae, all of those. Um, Way Forward's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. If you really want to go, they did Aliens Metroidvania on the DS. Mm. They did um, a Thundercats game. Wow. They did Batman Brave and the Bold. They did... 
Contra 4? They, yeah, Way Forward is just an amazing studio. Uh, they did DuckTales Remastered. That's, a, that's, what, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, didn't they do another that's sort of, of yeah. Andrani side-scroller remake? <laughs> they did. So that's why I was thinking they this did. one was them for some reason. Yeah, no, Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap, real quick. I'll get the dev studio. Lizard Cube. There you go. Uh, and it was published by lots of people, but basically .emu. Anyway, um, last but not least, I also played through, I finished Metal Gear last time we talked, mm-hmm. so I moved on, and it was time to switch over to the Xbox. Played through um, A Plague Tale Innocence again. I've said plenty about it. It was my game of the year last year. I downloaded year. it. Still feel, it was, yeah, still feel good about it. It was in, um, um, it's in Game Pass, game Pass now, so yeah, I downloaded it. Well, and the PC version didn't have HDR, so I want to play it in HDR because that game plays a lot with mm-hmm. night and day, light and dark. Uh, so it adds to it. It's not a deal breaker if you don't have it, but it adds to it. It's got a cool lighting engine. Um, but other than that, I also played a Microsoft known popular... At the time it was first party, now it's come out to other systems uh, like Switch and stuff but uh, and PC. Um, but that is Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. Have you played that game? I the original one, the new one ain't yeah. out yet, right? No, Ori and the Will of the Wisp is not out. Okay, yet. so yeah, I have, I have the, um, I bought it when it first came out. I I downloaded okay. it, and then in Game Pass, I think the definitive editions in there. Definitive editions. So yeah. I did re-download it, but I never played it. But I played a good chunk when it first came out, even though I don't remember much of it. But it's a, um, it's not easy. I remember that. Mm-mm. And there's a lot of mechanics they keep layering on. It's a hard on. Metroidvania, and yeah. yeah, they do not explain things very well in that game at all. They keep giving you new moves, man, quickly. And, uh, and they do not explain what they're used for or where you're supposed to go. Or So I have some issues with that game, and then I ended up beating it. <laughs> now, was this the definitive edition version? I did play the definitive edition okay. version, yes. Which I think I've largely heard the biggest change is they like, got rid of a glitch that made the game like unpassable at times. Oh, jeez. So, I don't know. So, um, but they do a lot of, okay, so here's the thing I'll say that, so like they show you something, like they'll give you a move and they'll show you something mm-hmm. and they'll immediately take you to an area that looks like it's supposed to be used for the move, but in many cases it's not. <clears throat> Another thing they do is they'll get you reliant on something and they'll change the rules. So late in that game, they do some bullshit trees. And this is stuff where I'm like, this is where I don't like this type of game design. And this is why we got past this type of game design, design at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So like, they'll go, okay, here are some platforms, all right? And we're going to make it every time you jump, one set of platforms disappears and another set of platforms reappears. Right, and then it goes back and forth, right? There's a Mega Man mechanic Mm -hmm. like that a lot. But then they'll bring you to the next set of platforms, and so you think you know what's going on, and this time, when you jump, it makes everything appear, and then when you jump again, it makes everything disappear. So they change the rules without giving you any indication, and they're like, bah, why do you suck, fucko? (laughs) You know, and that's where I'm like, okay. Another problem I definitely have with the game, which you may or may not recall, Trees, is you set your own checkpoints based off of your ability to right. like traverse certain areas. You get this weird rechargeable yes. thing that allows you to make gates, and they don't explain it very well. And every time you get a gate, that's your checkpoint. Well, if you die, 
you have to go back to your last checkpoint. And anything you've collected since then, collectibles, whatever, don't count. You have to recollect them. And that's different than a got- save point, too. Save points are different than the checkpoints. Right? The checkpoints you... Uh, no, they are one in the same. Do you save at the checkpoints? Okay. There are the wells, which are save points as well. Okay. The biggest difference between a checkpoint and a well is that a well saves and restores right. all of your okay. magic and health. Okay. Yeah, it's whereas been a, a long checkpoint time. does not. So. No, no, you're good. But like, let's say you do a really tough platforming element and get a collectible and then get back. If you don't save before you get all the way back, sorry, you have to collect it again. That's your fault. Um, they do have moments with unskippable cutscenes. Thought we'd gotten past that. And then the thing they do at the end of the game is, and I don't mean like the end boss battle or something. In the last dungeon, they stop your ability of making checkpoints. Uh, there's also an area where the you know you're reliant on the map largely to figure out where the fuck to go because it's not very clear in this game. And there's an entire area where they just take away the map, and so you have no idea where you're going or why. Mm. And so I don't like, I guess what I would say is their version of how to make a game difficult or switch things mm-hmm. up. And so I'm sorry to be crass, but the best way I can describe this entire game is I hate fucked this game all mm-hmm. the way to the end. Because it's so pretty. I really did. It's so pretty. What? You got to keep playing it. The game is amazing with aesthetics. Yeah, that's why I bought it because I, I really like so... the animation. Oh, man, and it never disappoints. Right. It is so beautiful. The soundtrack is so enchanting. The details, the sprites, mm-hmm. the backgrounds, everything is just so well done. Every single person involved in the visuals and just sounds and design and music, all of that. Everyone on that team should be commended. The entire art and sound and music teams should all be given promotions. Mm -hmm. The game design and gameplay people, and especially the scenario and map designers, they need to take on some additional training. (laughs) Um, There is a thing they do with gravity. And like once you figure it out, it's not one of those, oh, how dumb was I? It was like, oh, fuck you. How is that the, the the way we're supposed to do that? Yeah, there are just there were so many times where I where I I getting past an area didn't make me feel accomplished. It made me feel like I was trying to read the designer's head, which is largely my concern and distaste with uh, point and click adventures. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of harkened back to that. I did get through it though. No, I don't think it was worthwhile, but I do think the game was <laughs> worth playing. Um, and fans of hardcore, aggressive platformers are definitely going to be pleased. Mm-hmm. But as Trees has already hinted at, I will definitely say this was an above average difficulty. And you do get to set your difficulty, but here's the catch that they don't talk about. I'm not dying with day-to-day combat, which is what the difficulty tweets. Mm-hmm. I'm dying from the bullshit game design, map design, platforming, right. and all that stuff, and none of that changes no, with your no, difficulty. No, 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 yeah, that, that's, yeah, it has so some tricky maneuvers, matter. man, the, going yeah. on in that game. Yeah, and so, and it's funny, because you go and you look at, like, Reddit meta- message boards, and there are just thousands of people who get stumped all over this game. Mm-hmm. And so many people quit. When you go look at how long to beat, it's got like a like a an abandon rate of like over forty percent, nice. which is way higher than most games. 
Um, so I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying that like if like I'm glad I got through it and I chose to get through mm-hmm. it. Probably took me about nine hours, I think, not, total. Not bad. No, no, no. But it's not a strong example of a Metroidvania. It has many endearing qualities. So this is not a, a dig on it. I'd say probably two out of five if I were to give it a score, um, which is probably a little more harsh than most would. I think a lot of people would give it a three or four out of five. Um, but um, yeah, it, I just... I didn't care for it. There's some, uh, what I would call like some stealth sequences they mix in there. And none of that shit's explained. You don't even know what you're supposed to do. And I think that's the problem is there are just so many times in that game. I remember going, I don't know what you want me to do. And I'm frustrated from it. And I was so close trees. I think when I finished the game, I had 92% of the map opened and collectibles. And I took one look at that and said, nah, fuck that. (laughs) I almost always 100% a Metroidvania. Yeah. That is very rare of me to go, nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. So I even thought Time Spinner was bullshit, which was basically Symphony of the Night Reborn. And I still 100% of that map. So like, yeah, no. Um, so Ori and the Blind Forest was less than I was hoping mm. for, but I'm pleased I experienced it. But what I will say is that makes me go, oh, good. I don't need to play Will of the Wisp at launch in March. Yeah. Another one off the plate. <laughs> I I need to give myself probably a year before <laughs> trying an Ori game again. Yeah, I've never finished so. it. So, you know, I got sidetracked somewhere in there and never went back to it. But uh, I think... I think from visuals and design alone, it's it's worth giving it a go, especially if you got games. Yeah, Pass. I mean, I, I re-downloaded the uh, definitive edition one, so I have it yeah. downloaded, but I don't think I've ever turned mm-hmm. it on. You know, that's my thing. I like downloading the games. I'll turn them on. You know. Yeah, there's an entire area in that game that like I just don't understand what they want me to do there, but I die quickly because I'm not understanding a certain mechanic. Mm. And I just gave it's up. Frustrating. And I didn't need it to beat the game, which was even funnier. Oh, <laughs> um, there you go. But I downloaded uh there was uh they put Final Fantasy fifteen in Game Pass. They did, yeah. Or was it Games with Gold or was it Game Pass? I got one of those. Uh Game Pass. Game Pass with every bit of DLC ever released for it. So yep. I have the Royal it, Edition. Yes, I have yeah. it for the PS4. So I think okay. I might trade it in. I downloaded the one on Game Pass and it took like you know all night because Yeah, I was gonna say it's like fifty two gigs. It's ridiculous. And uh I want to play through that though. I bought the Royal Edition. Oh yeah. On um on uh yeah, on Xbox. And the reason I'm happy it's at Game Pass is you know me and the fucking ray tracing shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the few games that has ray tracing and people are like, "Yeah, you can check it out, but it's not like go out and buy it for the ray tracing." So I I, I think I'm going to do kind of like I did with the Dragon's Trap. I'm going to play like most of it on Xbox and then play like the first couple of hours or something on PC just to see what the ray tracing looks like. I started playing it on my PS4 when it was released. And then I started hearing all the reports of like the chapter 12 stuff and they're adding bits. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, let me put this down and come back to it someday. And I never did, but I still have it. And uh, yeah, now I have the downloaded one with all the shit And trees. I don't know about you, but I went full bore Final Fantasy 15. I think it was because for so many years I'd been waiting for Final Fantasy. I, I did too. Yeah, right. And so, like, I bought that Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive I rented or whatever. 
right before I played the so, game, I'm like, I'm watching this. I got the limited edition Steelbook version, which like people have offered me like a hundred bucks for that version. Nice. It's like a Blu-ray of it, and it came with a digital code. Um, that was the big deal with the Steelbook. It was like we'll give you a digital code and a Blu-ray that has the five episodes of the anime also, which like, so I guess you're supposed to watch yeah. the anime play the first chapter of the game <laughs> and then watch the movie or something. Something weird. It's, it's, com it's confusing, but the big deal was they were like, this is the only place you can get this anime. And then like the day, uh, King's Lave came out, they released that five part anime on YouTube for free to this day. You can go watch nice. it. And I was like, these motherfuckers, yes. <laughs> they sell you the pre-order, and then the moment the game comes out, and they're like, yep, you picked up your pre-order. You can't get it back. Yeah. But anyway. I watched that movie, Kingsglaive, and if you put a gun to and? my head right now, I couldn't you tell you what. Tell me what happened. In my brain, I never watched it, but I know I did because I rented it <laughs> and sat and watched it. Fair. But uh, anyways. Well, I can watch it over and over and over again until it makes sense, right? Yeah. I won't, but I could. No, I'll um, back to it someday. All right, so Trees, mm -hmm. I want to ask you a question. Uh, let's wrap up, if that's cool yep. with you. But uh, let's wrap up with one of two things. Okay. So we can either wrap up with a game. Okay. And I'll even tell you what the game's going to be. Marry, fuck, kill. Are you familiar with that game? Yeah. You're given three options. You get to marry one, fuck one, and kill one. Yeah, I don't... Okay. We're going to do a gaming version of that. All right. Um, or... I wanted to potentially chat about, uh, so Xbox came out and said a bunch of stuff. Phil Spencer came out this week and said a bunch of stuff about the power of the Xbox One Series X and the design of how they're going to deal with what's called entitlements or purchases on the Xbox One SX as it compares to the current ecosystem. And I wanted to talk about what they said there. And also, like, what I think is expected kind of of Sony going into this whole new generation. But we kind of talked about the next gen, mm -hmm. so I don't know which do you want to do. Do you want to do a game, or do you want to talk about what the future is holding? I don't, on I, I don't care about the future. Let's play the game. Okay, Because cool. no it is, we can talk to death about all the stuff they're talking about now. But none of it none matters, of it matters until it comes, comes out. out. Because, you know, how many podcasts have you listened to at the pre-launch of all this shit and what's supposed to happen? And you listen to hours of people talk and then it comes out and everything's different anyways. So I think you've just described every gaming podcast leading up to hardware in history. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to play Mary Fuck Kill until somebody can give me uh, if you want to submit a Mary Fuck Kill or suggest a different game. By all means, contact GamingHistory101.com. All right, so Trees? Yeah. At first, I was going to pick Sega properties. Okay. Three Sega properties. Hopefully, it's stuff I know. But I haven't had enough... Yeah, I haven't had enough time to think about that one. Mm -hmm. If you want me to, I can fire out three off the cuff right now. Or... I was going to do the big three console manufacturers right now. So which one do you prefer? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do do Off what you cuff. were going to do. You want to flip a coin? I was going to do the three manufacturers. So, marry, fuck, kill. Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Got to marry one. Got to fuck one. Got to kill one. Now, mm -hmm. important distinction. Whoever you kill right. 
we don't get rid of their legacy. So this is like, imagine tonight mm-hmm. it ends. So if you kill, let's pick somebody who doesn't exist anymore. Let's say you killed Sega and they were in the console market. Mm-hmm. You don't erase Sega's legacy. Sega's previous, everything they've done up right. to this night has still happened. You're just killing them It now. just doesn't continue forward. Yes. <clears throat> so... So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, I haven't given this a lot of thought. I came up with those right. three right uh, before the show. So it, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Well, I, I'll Where give a crack at it, but it's tough, right? Because uh, yes. if you're anything like me, you marry Nintendo. That's the wholesome. I'm nothing like you. You, you marry Nintendo. You marry them. Okay, why do you marry Nintendo? They're the wholesome. They're the one you bring home to okay. mom. Sure. Right? Sure. You, they they okay. just they stay the course. You know, yes. there's no surprises. Sure, there might be something no, dark there the once you get behind closed doors. <laughs> some evilness going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. You might get some decent digs but, in a fight. <laughs> but on the surface, you know what I'm saying? You're taking the Nintendo mm-hmm. out to dinner and, and they're being polite to the waitress. You know what I'm saying? That's Nintendo. Yeah. You're marrying Nintendo. Lady in the street. They're, yes. they're, they're just... They're a mainstay, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I will agree. Yes. Now, the other two are rough uh, because they both should be killed. Let's be honest. (laughs) Neither one of them. You can't trust either one of those fuckers. But (laughs) you can't trust them. I would say you don't have to trust some. I've fucked many people. You would, (laughs) you would, I guess you would have to fuck Sony, PlayStation. They're the flashy girl at the club. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're out there. Although, (laughs) if you're going to do that comparison, Microsoft's desperate. So Microsoft might do some things Sony won't do. It's true. (laughs) uh, uh, Microsoft (laughs) is literally (laughs) the girl out there with the glow sticks. They have had glow sticks (laughs) at their conferences. They passed them out. Look at me. They did. They are that poor, that did. poor girl. Chip was there. There were po- there were ponchos and glow sticks. At well, that's the, why uh, that one has to be put the, out of its misery. Uh, the Connect event. Yeah. Microsoft okay. Okay. is the girl with the glow sticks right before the lights come on, and she has armpit yep. sweat stains when the lights uh-huh. come on. You're like, that yep. girl's yep. trying <laughs> too hard. I don't want any of that. That girl's <laughs> salty. But Sony's been around long enough, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. She, they're the, they're the, yeah. You fuck Sony because that's the flashy girl. You know, sure. the, yeah, I don't even want to say girl because that's that's sexist. sure she's been with everybody, that's the, right? That's very million sexist million people, but, of, but that's of saying fine. girl. Fuck anybody you want. I'm just saying, in this scenario, in my head, partner in your in head, my yes. head, this yes. is the the dirty girl at the club that's really made up and flashy and has all the bells and whistles. And it's and you don't see the, the bad part. You don't see the the smoking the cigarette and, and a peeing peeing on the sidewalk, like hiking up the skirt after. Like <laughs> you don't see the badness of it yet. Right. And uh, so and yeah, so you, you, that's the one. That's the fuck. Um, All right. And then you just you, you have to kill Microsoft. There's too many broken promises. Sure. Too many uh, <laughs> bad executives. There's and- just too much. There's too much promise there. That's you know, mm-hmm. and and 
too many missteps. So Halo Infinite, it takes on a whole new meaning for you. And, <laughs> you know, no one wants the sweaty pit girl at the end of the night. <laughs> no one wants it. That's my take. So, and, and I apologize. That was very sexist, by the way, because that did not have to be uh, a girl in any of those scenarios. Yeah, uh, but you put it to a girl because you are a straight guy. Like, that's I just am. the way it is. And, and I, I so. in, in my single days, things were very much different. Uh, you know, in the clubs and stuff, it wasn't so PC. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, well, to be fair, the the same from what I've experienced, and I've experienced a decent amount. The, it's the same in the gay clubs. It's just uh, yeah. boys instead of girls, <laughs> and it depends on mm-hmm. what gay club. So, uh, but uh, I anyway. hope my I hope my stuff made sense. You know, Nintendo was the wholesome. Well, the the point is, is that those stereotypes married. exist regardless of whether you know, you're straight or gay. You know, and but yeah, and Sony, like I said, Sony has that longevity and a lot of flash, and and you know, it's like ooh, yo, Sony's the the four thousand dollar escort girl. You know what I'm saying? She is uh, See, well. Here, <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna disagree like heavily. Okay, here. Let's let's. let's so, so yeah, you ready for this? Um, we are gonna agree on Sony. You fuck Sony. Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, Sony. Yeah, Sony is uh, right. It's for show. Mm-hmm. Um, every everybody agrees it's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and you don't marry Sony because you don't trust. Sony. Oh, Sony's sleazy. Sony's looking out for Sony. Sony's not looking out mm-hmm. for you. Um, in fact, when you were high and dry, um, you know, and waiting for the next PSX, where was Sony? Well, Sony didn't really care what you mm-hmm. needed no. at this time. When you were at E3 and all you wanted was Big Blue, where was Sony? Sony wasn't there and didn't care what you thought. Uh, they, they were gone. Um, so yeah, you fuck Sony. That makes total mm-hmm. sense. Also, Sony Sony's got a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. Really does. You know what I'm saying they, have, they you know, have that lineage. Sometimes it's a God of War kind of night. Maybe you want to switch it up and get a little Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn. Maybe it's a Spider Man kind of thing because you're feeling you know high end and licensed. Anything you want, Sony's kind of down for. And as long as you don't talk about it and you just enjoy mm-hmm. it, Sony's Sony's cool with whatever whatever it is they've got that they can offer so i get Mm -hmm. that yeah i'm with you with fuck on sony on the flip side i am the reverse i say kill nintendo oh yeah 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 i'm not gonna get any fans on this one you kill nintendo and here's why nintendo nintendo doesn't doesn't know what's going on um Yes, that's what you want. Look, I look. I get it. I get it. The Switch allows you to be portable and on a TV. But here's the thing, guys, gals, everybody. You're all lying to yourselves. Because anybody who predominantly plays the Switch docked is like, eh, I've started buying those games elsewhere because they're also on PS4 and they look better. And people are playing them undocked you already had that. It was called the 3DS. Like, just go back to it. In fact, Sony's Switch Lite is them going, can we just, like, switch back over to being a portable platform and you guys are cool with it? And so, like, yeah, Nintendo has nowhere to go. 
and they're just regurgitating other things. And the only reason you're interested is because you haven't taken the time to invest in a laptop yet. Because the laptop, fuck the Vita. Like, I love the Vita, but like, fuck the Vita. The original indie box was always the $500 laptop. (laughs) And it's high time everybody realizes that's all it is. And you'll be fine without Nintendo. Mm. And if I might be so bold, look, I know Breath of the Wild is gorgeous. But Nintendo doesn't have to be on its own platform to release Breath of the Wild. Maybe if Nintendo was a little less stubborn, they wouldn't be getting killed right now by me. But I'm an old yeller, Nintendo. I'm taking them out back. It's been a great time. A fantastic legacy. But mm, How dare you? don't need this to continue. Kathunk. Wow. Sounds like. I'm marrying Microsoft, which is wow. not going to help my case where I say I'm not a Microsoft fanboy. And here's why. It has nothing to do with Phil Spencer. Although some of the things he put into place play a large part to it. Microsoft is interested in making you happy. <laughs> Microsoft is interested in doing that which works best for a... A uh, symbiotic relationship. Desperate. Microsoft is desperate, Fred. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's des. des- you don't want desperation. In- it's not desperate because Microsoft's not going to give up its independence. It's not going to let you treat it like dog shit. It it is a mutual agreement here, but Microsoft is like, yeah. I mean, like, I'll go with the flow. Like if, if, if this is, if the marriage changes all of a sudden one day, cause you wake up and you're feeling a little different. I, I think I'm cool with that. Like, I understand people grow, they change. I can adapt to that as long as it's not, you know, insane. Mm. Um, I'm not out to, uh, break you or change you or do anything like you do you. I'm very independent. You do you. I don't care if you want a console. I don't care if you want to uh, just use your PC. I don't care if you want me to just put my games on another platform. Like, I'm kind of cool any way you dice it. And, like, yeah, I do love when you bought me a nice ring for us to get married. And those dates at the fancy steakhouses were great. But let's be honest, we're getting married. Let's pay $15 a month and just hang out right and if you ever feel like you're not happy we could just get divorced and you could just sever the whole thing no questions asked walk away fancy land you live in where that's marriage nothing all right (laughs) i'm telling you you marry microsoft (sighs) telling you right now girl you don't want that yeah desperation take it this way desperation man you know what we're in luck trees because we're not taking home the same girl you know you know when the club (laughs) night's over and you spill it onto the street, and there's some dude mm-hmm. out there playing a bucket with some spare change, and there's that one girl mm-hmm. that's still dancing to the guy playing the bucket, yeah. and you're like, sweetie, the night's over. All right? Nah. That's my I took her home then. You don't want I'll that. Take her you home now. That. I'm marrying that girl. I'm marrying that girl. I And I'm doing it proudly. You, I'm telling you, man. Do you remember that Volkswagen commercial or that? I don't know that car commercial where the guy's driving and the girl's dancing in the seat next to him. And then yeah, Dave Chabelle yeah, did do. that funny skit of that and yeah. he kicked her on the that's Microsoft. Yeah. It won't it's just <laughs> telling right, you. enough. Enough. Look, you don't have to be bitter about my choices. I'm not I've bitter. made my choice. You made them. I like them. But you know, <laughs> you know I went for the It whole- was a limited choice. It's Mary Fuck Kill, but I yeah. went for the wholesome marriage, that's all. 
Went for the long That's longevity, fine. old school. You know what? The fifties would Nintendo I can't wait. Nintendo to see. life is bowing. <laughs> yeah. you, it's bowing at you. Yes, bow, bow. The Wii, bow, bow. Uh, yeah, no, you'll be fine. Okay. You'll be fine. It'll go on forever. It really mm-hmm. will. So. But uh, yeah, so that's all right. Well, there you go. So feel free to make a suggestion or <laughs> posit another question. Yeah. But I think we're at about wrap up time. Yeah, yeah. So, for once. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Like that? That's oh, pretty Played good. that out. Pretty... And I wasn't even watching the clock. I just I know. Like, oh, shit. I know. Cool. All right, man. Well, anything you want to say or do we just cut and run? What's cut and run? I can't think of I'll think of something later, but it'll be too late. But that's what Discord's yeah, for. Sweet. I'm going to try to yeah. be in there more. I want to be a little more, there you go. more active, you know? And if you want to join our Discord, I've made it a little easier than it used to be. Just head to GamingHistory101.com, upper right-hand corner, join the Discord, click in there. It allows you to browse and chat in most of our areas. Um, and uh, then if you want to go a, a step further, just... Um, Private message me and say, I want to be, you know, I know you guys from GH101. I want to be involved in stuff. I move you to member status and you get full access to everything. So there you go. Um, but I I used to block you into only this like room where you couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> now I give you access to a couple more areas and you can talk back and stuff like that. So you can ask simple questions like, how the hell do I join this mm-hmm. server? So, yeah. So anyway, if you want to, go check it out. Uh, we've got a... A, a small but dedicated group of people in there, and uh, we have a lot of fun. So Awesome. Anyway. All right. Well, with that, I guess that's, that's a week, and uh, keep on gaming. Later.